The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Block and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, what a week we've had this week. The State of the Union Tuesday, the FISA memo yesterday. But let's address the 700-pound elephant in the room. If you haven't been paying attention to the conservative cartel, which I know you have, we've expanded. We're new. We're better than ever before as we welcome to the cartel Chris X. How you doing, my brother? What is up, Matt? Love it, by the way. We're so glad to have Chris. If you've been watching, you know the cartel started on the blaze with Rocky. The new iteration of the conservative cartel starting this morning. Chris X from Chris X Radio. We are so happy to have him on board. Welcome to the conservative cartel this Saturday morning as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios from the Blaze Radio Network. By the way, if you'd like to be part of the program today, here's how you do it. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Producer Ron? Well, this hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by BattleBox, the premier survival tactical subscription box on the planet. You can visit them at BattleBox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Use code CARTEL for 15% off your first box. That's BattleBox.com. Ah, oh, silky smooth, Chris X. Look, we, we have, look let, let's, let's run this down. Three hours of conservative fantasticness with a State of the Union, a FISA memo, Trump approval ratings, the DNC's broke, and everything else we can throw in in the next three hours. Um, we got a lot to break down. It was a busy week in the old political news world, wasn't it? You got yeah. I'll tell you. And look, let's 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 start right away. Let's not waste any time. The State of the Union thoughts. You know the State of the Union. In fact, it's been a few days since uh, people saw this. And we talked a little bit about this yesterday morning on Doc Thompson's show. The State of the Union was. A lot of people looked at it as one way. I looked at it slightly differently. I was like, oh, the president, look how disrespectful the Democrats were, and and what they did. And as I watched the State of the Union, I saw. I'll just say this. I saw Trump on full display. I mean, he was Trumpian as they get, and he was triumphant, you know, touting the economy and all of his successes, which is, of course, what a president does during a State of the Union. But more than that, he was playing poker. And I've said this before. He plays chess while they're playing checkers. He was playing poker this week because what happened was his little comments that he made, the Democrats sat on their hands and did it, and they showed their, they showed their hand. They showed exactly what they stand for by not standing very similar to the uh, i guess the nfl kneeling so uh, watching them they, they don't stand for low unemployment for everybody especially not african americans and not hispanics historically low uh, unemployment numbers they don't like americans getting raises they made that pretty clear they don't like the military they made that very clear they don't like chance of usa and they don't like america in fact that that's racist to the american civil liberties union and also they they darn sure don't like you talking about out MS-13 gang members coming over here, and with with the parents of two people that were murdered by these illegal immigrants, oh, they really didn't like that, and they made it very clear. They sat there with sucking on lemons and 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 made themselves look like the schmucks they are for 45 plus million people to see on full display. 
That well, may not come in handy for them coming the midterms. Let's put this into perspective, though. I, I mean, normally, you and I have watched a ton of these. I mean, you got the right, you got the left. We went through eight years of Barack Obama doing this, and the right set on their hands. I mean, let's just call it what it is. The opposition party is never happy. They're all grumpy, and they're sitting there thinking, you know, I got to be here. I've got my phone out. I'm, pay- I'm playing Candy Crush. I'll get through my hour. You know, this is kind of a showcase for the president. He gets to go in front of the people for the first time, because if you think about it, You know, Donald Trump got elected last year president. It's normally that first time is just like a joint address to Congress. It's not the State of the Union. Well, this is the State of the Union. And and the crazy thing to me that, that stood out so blaringly is that the Democrats were not happy about anything because they weren't the ones responsible for it. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. They can't be happy about anything. They've painted themselves into a corner. Anything they're happy about, if you talk about low unemployment and all the things I just mentioned, any of those things they can't be happy for because all that does is ensure that Donald Trump may get reelected in 2020. They may not win the midterms because we've seen, I, I covered earlier this week, and I know you probably did as well, was the uh, it's evened up. There was that big blue wave coming, they said. Well, now you go to the polls, all of a sudden it's evened up. And then, of course, after that State of the Union, we saw Donald Trump's approval ratings they're going up because 75 percent said the president they liked what he had to say and another 80 percent said he was trying to unite the country those are staggering numbers for a state of the union oh and and it's fantastic but look i stopped watching the polls i stopped watching i mean the polls today they can be made to say anything they, they, if you you can cherry pick the people you want to talk to to get your result to find out the thing is people tuned in People tuned in, and now, I mean, I'm seeing it all day yesterday. You know, you and I were doing our separate shows until today. Today is the first day with Chris X and Matt Locke. But as we talked all week, I'm hearing people say, hey, got my first paycheck in February, and I have more money in it. The tax reform stuff is coming. America's on the right path. We've got things moving in the direction that Donald Trump wants. And like you said, he's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers, and, and the left is so far behind in, in, in their, I can't believe this is going on, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to react, and they don't know what to say, and then, bam, what does Donald Trump do? He beats him over the head with a FISO, mem- FISA memo on Friday. So now we're watching, Chris, as Donald Trump, they call him dumb. They, they, they call him unorthodox. They call him a dunce. They say that he's not smart. They tell you that he's drinking all these Diet Cokes. But in the end, he's the one laughing all the way to the bank. The funny thing is they've tried since that election. You go back and let's go back and look at a little over a year ago and look what's happened. First of all, he's just he's unqualified. He's he can't do this. Then, of course, he ended up winning. And now they're like, OK, no, no, no. Hold on. He's mentally deficient. He's got dementia. Look at the signs. They're all there. They'll ignore Nancy Pelosi repeating herself and calling him Bush eternally and shaking her head. Looks like she has early you know, Alzheimer's or something. But we're not allowed to point that out. But he's got Alzheimer's. He's fat. He's overweight. He eats McDonald's and KFC. He's he's inept. He's dumb, he's stupid, he's this, he's a Russian agent. He's all of these things they've gone through repeatedly. For a guy who's got dementia and about to die because he's not in good shape, he did pretty damn well for about an hour and a half from what I could tell the other night. And it was a longer than normal speech. I mean, you just hit on it. The speech, I think, from beginning to end was about an hour and 20 minutes. But, you know, the nice thing about it was finally, and I think Donald Trump, has a way of connecting with ordinary people like you and I, the hardworking middle class, everyday people. And he came out of the State of the Union and he said, look, 
This is your America. This is your country. This this Congress is your. It's your symbol of freedom. It's your symbol of hope. And I'm here to put this all first for you. It's all racism. Believe me, (laughs) what Donald Trump did is he sat in, he goes, the State of the Union, it's going to be 10 minutes longer. Believe me. (laughs) Believe me. And taller and wider. And everything that Donald Trump does is bigger. But, you know, the thing is, Chris, people relate to Donald Trump. The left has tried, and, and you even hit on it, the left The left has tried and tried and tried to paint you a picture of how you should feel about Donald Trump. I don't know if you covered this before, Matt. Did you talk about the hour-long interrogation they gave his doctor when a doctor came out and said, he's in good health, it's genetics, it's this, it's that. When they came after him, they, went, they, they interrogated that guy for an hour, and, and after everything was said and done, they were like, well, we just, we just can't believe what he said. And I find it highly ironic. This is the same president that ignored Barack Obama, was a chain smoker for eight years, okay? They just sort of ignored that. Well, it wasn't the narrative. It wasn't what they wanted to do. This has been an all-out assault. It's amazing because we're going to get into this as the show goes on. This has been an all-out assault on your freedom. This has been an all-out assault on what we believe this country stands for, what it was founded on, the rule of law, the Fourth Amendment. I mean, we're going to get into the processes and what happens in Mueller and this Russian investigation for collusion. And this is an absolute farce, and now the jig is up and the left knows it. Yeah, it's it really is sort of well, it's kind of blown up in their face, and unfortunately, like we saw that on full display at the um, uh, the State of the Union, they can't really, they just can't get in there and 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 really show anything because they 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 painted their hatred for him, and no matter what he does, he's racist, he's sexist, he's misogynist, he's stupid, he's dimensional, he's uh, he's everything, he's got dementia, he's got you name it, we, we just can't do it. I'm sorry, Matt, we're just not going to be able to give him any credit. Well, no, and we're going to set up the rest of the hour. I mean, that's exactly it. We're going to hit. We're going to hit on this FISA memo. I mean, we're going to talk a, a lot about this because it's big. We've got lots of things to get into. How this breaks down, why it's happened, what really happened, what you should know out there, so you can start making your decisions on what's going on. The Super Bowl is tomorrow. Even though I'm not going to watch it, I don't have a dog in the hunt, and I haven't boycotted it, but a lot of people have. And we're going to get to some ice, some Trump approval. We're going to get to the DNC's broke. I mean, we have got all kinds of things coming up look the cartel is just getting started chris x joins us today first time we love it don't go anywhere we roll on right after this the conservative cartel with matt Locke and chris x on the blaze radio network Cartel. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I'm Chris X. 
along with Matt Locke. I'm here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Um, we're taking your calls here on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. If you want to join us, we are, of course, live on the Blaze, theblaze.com. 888-900-3393 is the number if you want to get in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Jot that number down, save it in your phone, and give us a call. I'm pretty sure you probably want to talk about the State of the Union. No, you don't. You want to talk about the memo, which I think we're going to talk about that being released here in just a minute. 888 900 Matt, do you think we've covered the um, the, the the State of the Union enough, or are, are we ready to, to hit some more on this? Or are you ready to go to that memo? Well, the State of the Union left the, the left apoplectic when it came to, you know, what happened. I think we covered it pretty well. Let's get to Let's get to the big story in the room, because this is going to take some wild uncover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's... There's a ton to cut this. Uh, it's interesting because I, I will, we'll, as we go through this, we can break this down because I want to break down some of the things that were revealed in the, um, uh, the, the whole, uh, uh, the release of the memo. I keep wanting to call it the dossier. It was not the dossier. That's what's mentioned in the memo. And I know, Matt, I know you've read this article. First and foremost, let's get your take off the top. Was it as groundbreaking as you thought it was going to be? Or was this things we'd already kind of heard and it confirmed a lot of it? Well, in, in the latter. And, and that's what I got from this because, you know, Chris, we're plugged in. We're, we're plugged into what we're doing. We're researching. I mean, you and I are reading a ton of material all the time. We have to, we were doing our show individually up until this week. You know, we're reading this stuff. Everything that we saw come out of this memo, we kind of knew. I mean, yeah. we knew that Ju- that Fusion GPS had paid had paid for this memo. We knew that the DNC and Hillary Clinton wanted opposition research for Donald Trump. We knew Christopher Steele in this dossier and John McCain sending his aid over to Russia. We kind of knew all of the groundwork of this. We just didn't have any proof. It was all conjecture. We were hearing, oh, well, this happened, that happened. Well, we think this might be going on. And then you put this stuff together. And in the end, you and I have been shouting from the rooftops that this was opposition researched, paid for by the DNC, just like she took out Bernie Sanders, and they took a dossier that has not been corroborated, has never been proven, has never led to any Russian collusion, Trump, any of that stuff. They put it in front of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court and got a FISA warrant. Now, the the major deal of this that we really ought to be looking at is not the warrant because we use the FISA court, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, to root out spying, to root out foreign hacking of elections. We don't use it to spy on Americans. This was the biggest thing everyone was concerned about. When you're talking about the NSA and these FISA warrants and all of this surveillance ability that the government has now, and given thanks you know, to the war on terror, uh, they've had all this ability to spy on people. This is exactly what everyone was concerned about. Are you going to use this stuff to spy on American citizens unlawfully or illegally or to do this? And from what I saw, in fact, I, I kind of want to go through this as we break down this segment, uh, some of the findings that we found and, and 
and I want to go back and forth with you on this, Matt, because uh, let's let's hit the first one. At least we've got uh, uh, Christina Wong over at Breitbart broke this down pretty well, and I've seen Ben Shapiro's and then four or five others. But one of the things was, like I said, uh, we learned, which we already kind of knew, but now we it's confirmed that anti-Trump dossier was funded by not only the Clinton campaign <clears throat> and the DNC, it was the essential part of the initial and all three renewal surveillance applications against uh, President Trump, that then candidate Trump, uh, advisor Carter Page, who was a U.S. citizen. They went through and used this, as James Comey himself said, salacious and unverified dossier as a reason to get a wiretap to go after this guy. And they did. And they, not only that, there's others. And he was unmasked. And here's the thing that I've been kind of relaying this to. Here we've got Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who lied to the FBI. He lied. Let's put it right out there. But where were the Democrats saying, well, let's 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 be very careful. You know, we're unmasking. We're giving out personal information. Let's be careful of what we do with Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Let, let, let's make sure that our ducks in a row. But did you hear the outcry and the outrage of the left as this memo was coming out? Now, I talked about this yesterday, Chris. The left, in particular the Democratic Party in the deep state, they're very used to slow walking information out to the public. They don't, they're not used to Donald Trump bringing stuff to the light of day the next day. They're not used to results oriented. They're used to coming out with a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. They can walk it. They can defend it. They can put out all their smear campaign because look at what we're looking at this morning. They can bury it for one. And speaking of burying, isn't it funny? They went to the same old play card when you, when, when Trump's talking about cutting taxes. If you cut, if you cut trim the fat in government, if you will, people are going to die. And if you, if you do this, people are going to die and everything that had people were going to die. And then of course, right away, they said, you can't release this memo. If you release this memo, people will die. And we, we, oh, here's Elizabeth. Pocahontas. This is their trade. Every time. Let's 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 listen to Remy, shall we? People need kidneys. It's sad but decreed. Yet the senator's hoarding one more than she needs. I offer this bill, and I hope you'll vote aye. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Traffic deaths have many crying with fear. Over thirty thousand people are dying each year. This modest change I propose must be applied. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Alcohol deaths are exceeding comparisons. Black people, white people, Native Americans. We need to ban alcohol. It can't be denied. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Murders are bad. They have no defenders. Yet many are committed by repeat offenders. I say lifetime in prison, whatever the crime. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. I don't have a bill or a groan to detail. I just need a short clip for my donor email. Tim, there's blood on your hands. You want people to die. That good? Cool. Tim, dinner at five? Yeah. The car deaths I mentioned are terrible stuff. Doesn't seem one seatbelt is ever enough. You must vote for my act so that fewer will cry. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. The carbs, the container, we cannot ignore. Whipped cream's killing more people than ever before. This bill would be passed and be ratified if those people that didn't want people to die. Why not weigh all the costs, the effects, the results? Empathize with each other as if we were adults. Use our brains to craft arguments, not vilify. See that freedom's a trade. You want people to die. Yeah, he does. I tried. Wow. I love that. Little Chris X bringing the little flavor. 
to the cartel. But, man, is that not spot on? I mean, the left went out there and did everything they could do to paint the worst picture possible of this thing going to end. And I want to I bring this back around, Chris, because you asked me. You said, hey, is this all surprising? Because just about a week ago, up through this Friday, it, this was ground-shattering. This was going to end our democracy as we knew it. This was going to, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, huh. Well, we knew it happened, but now it's Russia. It's James Russia, Comey. Russia, Russia. James Comey, that's it? Uh, James, you were the one in charge when all this stuff was going on. What do you mean that's it? Well, the, let's, let's hit on where we're going here. Let, let's look at the bottom line. We have a constitution in this country. We have a Bill of Rights, and we have amendments. And the Fourth Amendment protects you, the American citizen, against illegal searches and seizures. Would you not call this an illegal search? Not only that, I, I, and you're you're right. I want to go back to some of the things that uh, some of the findings because I don't know everyone who who hasn't. It's not very long. It's only about four pages. But for those who need to know, first of all, we would cover the part how they they use this salacious and non-verified dossier to go after Carter Page, an American citizen. We also know they spied on at least one other senator, U.S. senator, and of course Donald Trump. Uh, it goes on to say the political origins of the dossier were known to senior Department of Justice and FBI officials, but those origins were not even included in the applications to obtain the warrant so they did that they didn't tell what, what why we're, we're going with this they also used it to justify the surveillance warrants against carter page uh which was a news story that was supposedly corroborated by this dossier that was pushed by author for author christopher Steele, this british spy or whatever uh yet the application incorrectly says Steele did not provide the information in the article We've gone on to learn that not only it was was all these cases. Here's the bombshell, which I, I, we had already figured it out. But thanks to their their try, their ability to try to bring down Trump, Perkins Coie or Co, the law firm for the Clinton campaign and the DNC, hosted a meeting with Christopher Steele, Fusion GPS, the media. This revelation makes it even harder for the Clinton campaign or the DNC to deny that they knew about this dossier, even though Clinton and other top DNC officials at the time they denied knowing anything about it they helped pay for this thing Steele had made it very clear that he didn't like donald trump wanted to do everything he could eventually he was suspended terminated uh, as an fbi source uh they learned he also made an authorized disclosure of his relationship with uh the liberal media magazine mother jones he lied to the fbi about this his previous media contacts with yahoo other outlets this wormhole just goes deeper and deeper and deeper matt well, and the thing is, he was discredited as an FBI source. Why? Because he couldn't keep his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And the thing in the end, they're using Yahoo News articles to get FISA warrants out of the FISA court. I mean, when you look at this Mickey Mouse, Banana Republic, good time rock and roll that we've got going on, it is scary to be a citizen of this country today if all you need is some propaganda written by the left, some money from the DNC, and a willing judge to look the other way. Because you and I both know the FISA court is nothing but a rubber stamp for getting whatever they want, and that has got to stop. And we are living in days and times where the Democratic Party has politicized and criminalized the intelligence agencies against American citizens. 
Yeah, no, it's, it really is. It's it's crazy. It's sad. All right, you know what? we got to take a very short break. When we come back, we're going to pick up. We have Eric in Houston. He is called in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. If you want to get lined up, you want to comment on this, because I know we're not the only ones. You want to get in on the hotline, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. We'll pick up with Eric on the other side of the break. We'll take more of your calls if you want to get in. Hey, just have your stuff. Have it ready to go. We got a lot to cover. You are listening to the Conservative Cartel. Don't go away. We're live here from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Uh, we were having some issues with uh, Facebook. I'm not sure if we're live. If not, it's okay. We'll get that taken care of. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. You can head over to theblaze.com alongside of Chris X. I am Matt Locke, and we are bringing you all kinds of fantastic happenings of the world of politics. If you want to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. But it is that time, once again, the cartel honoring our heroes. And this morning, Michael Doty, Detective Michael Doty, succumbed to gunshot wounds sustained the previous day while searching for a subject who had shot a York County Sheriff's canine handler Earlier the night before, deputies had originally responded to a domestic disturbance at which a man had attacked his wife before fleeing into a wooded area near his home. The man ambushed a canine officer who was attempting to locate him, wounding that officer. The subject also shot a law enforcement helicopter that was assisting in the search. Following the wounding of the canine officer, a SWAT team has responded to the scene to continue searching for the man. The man set up a second ambush, wounding Detective Doty and two other members of the SWAT team before being shot and wounded. Detective Doty was flown to a hospital in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he succumbed to his wounds. Detective Doty had served with the York County Sheriff's Office for 12 years. He was age 37, badge number 800. Nine. Godspeed, Detective Doty. You are our honoring hero for this, our honoring our heroes this Saturday morning. Chris, we, we've got somebody on the phone. We've been talking, let's set this up real quick first. We've been talking about this FISA, this Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, in this Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court that is used to protect us against foreign enemies. So we, we've set that up. We've talked about the memo being released. We've talked about the House Intelligence Committee, uh, Devin Nunez, out of California, who has put together a four-page memo. I mean, it's easy to understand. I read it on my show yesterday doing this stuff and talking about it. But I want to get to the phone here. Did you say we've got Kelly on the phone? No, no. We have Eric listening in Houston. Uh, Let's pick up there. Eric, welcome to the Conservative Cartel. Hey, it's great to have uh, something to stimulating to listen to on a Saturday. There you go. Really, really cool. Uh, I want to say congratulations on your guys' new show. And 
Chris and I go way back. I probably taught him everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, point I want to make is you got um, James Comey himself came out and had a briefing with the with the incumbent president about a salacious salacious uh, memo, unverifiable, while he was secretly getting FISA warrants on the man. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. This this is going to explode. This is nothing yet. And if 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 everybody thinks that they're just spying on Carter Page, or they're just spying on on uh, Flynn, they're crazy. This wait till it comes out that these people have been spying on the entire Republican Party, looking for stuff to to destroy them. And it probably goes deeper than that. This is a this is the tip of the iceberg, guys. You know what? Put on your show. You know, thank you for the call, Eric. Not only that, we have found out, and I I don't know which senator, but at least one other senator was caught up in this unmasking, if you will, that was spied on. You know, what do they call it? Uh, I don't remember the term, but it's inadvertently captured you on this FISA warrant or you know tapping. And I, I believe it was Rand Paul because I he, I think he believes it was him as well, and I'm sure he's privy to information. But I think Eric's dead on. If we think they're just spied on Carter Page and Trump, and all, no, 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 no. Once again, the rabbit hole, the wormhole, it goes a hell of a lot deeper than that well and, and chris look that the, the problem is it's scary of the fact and this is i we, we've been told this i was watching fox news this morning michelle malcolm was on there in fox and friends and there she's saying look this is the tip of the iceberg this is the start of what we're only beginning to understand and know this goes so deep but think about this why do you think the left was working so hard to get Hillary Clinton elected as the next president of this country. Why do you think they rigged the primary against Bernie? Why do you think all of the emails, the 33,000 we've never seen have come up missing? Why do you think she was using a personal email server to hide them from you? Why do you think there was a tarmac meeting with Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton? You start putting some of these blocks together, we start putting this story and this timeline together, this goes deeper and farther, and this is why, I'm going to say right now, on national radio today on theblaze.com, for those of you listening on the Blaze Facebook page, this is deeper, and this is the reason the Democrats threw a great big fit about this coming out. It isn't the four-page memo, it's what's going to come out because of this four-page memo. Well, I think you're right on. And you talk about all, especially when you start going back to the things that we know about Hillary Clinton and wiping that server, you know, like with a cloth. Maybe that cloth was laying on top of those 33,000 emails and we couldn't see them. We learned that not only this, I want to go back to the, the, the I want to thank Eric for the call in Houston. If you want to join us, 888-900-3393. That is the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Um, I want to go back to the, the dossier, or the, the memo. We it found out, you know, it was based on this. They got these FISA warrants. Now, this isn't necessarily anything crazy that they got the FISA warrant based on this dossier. But the more you find out about the dossier, that it's unverified, it was salacious. And as Erica mentioned, you had the director of the FBI meeting with the president of the, you know, the president-elect saying, or the president of the United States saying, um, you know, this is this thing, whatever, while they're spying on him. He knew they were spying on him. He found out. We can go into that later. But then you go on, look at the, the origins of it. It was this guy, Christopher Steele. He was a British spy. 
Uh, he hated Trump. He made that very clear. He wanted to do whatever he could to stop him. Okay, and there's that. Then you find out about Perkins Coe, or Coe, C-O-I-E, however you pronounce that. They found out about this, and you find out about Fusion GPS. Okay, it was funded by the Clinton campaign and the DNC. They both were paying Christopher Steele and funding this dossier. That is opposition research. Oh, wait, okay, hold on. It wasn't disclosed. Then we find out about Steele being suspended, then terminated as an FBI source. He was going to media matter. I'm sorry, Mother Jones is liberal media magazine. And then we find out he lied about it. He was going to Yahoo. We find out about that. They portrayed him as this Boy Scout by Fusion GPS co-founder Glenn Simpson. We learned that he, no, he had a very personal bias against Donald Trump. And then it gets really interesting. Then we learned that the Justice Department official, a guy by the name of Bruce Orr, and we've talked about this on programs. Well, he said, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. we got to get, this guy's working. And not only the fact that we're working during the campaign to check on Donald Trump, they're also ahead of the ones that were supposedly investigating Hillary Clinton, which they absolved her before the investigation was even thought about. Yet him, his wife, Bruce's wife, Nellie, was working for Fusion GPS, getting paid. Okay, and then it, it gets even nastier from there. Then we go on over to uh, uh, Lisa Page and her little boyfriend, Peter Strzok, and, all, and what they were doing. They hated them. Thousands and thousands of text messages about how they hate Trump and he can't be president. And then they're the ones supposedly investigating him as president? That. We found all kinds of collusion, Matt. It just wasn't Russia and Trump. It was the Democrats and Russia or whatever they could find to try to bring down a sitting president. Well, this is a house on fire moment. This is a house of cards moment. This is We're at a place now where the confidence in our government is at an all-time low. The confidence in our intelligence agencies is at an all-time low. And, of course, you've got the left out there running around saying, oh, national security, national security. Oh, my God, when's the last time you heard the Democratic Party cry national security? Yeah, only when it affects them. Exactly. I've got a little coughing going on here. I'm, I, I'm coming off the back end of a flu, but I want to take just a minute, Chris, to finish up this segment. Moonstruck Leather, we've got a big thing going on over at theconservativecartel.com. If you want to be part of this, Valentine's Day is coming up. If, if you love your honey, you love your sweetie, you love your wife, we have a concealed carry purse, Merlot, beautiful, crock front finish. It's on YouTube and Facebook if you can see it over there on, on the Conservative Cartel, the Liberty Eagle, or the Blaze uh, Facebook Live. But you can put your gun right in there, and the only thing you need to do as a, as a woman or as a man who wants to win this for their wife Go over to theconservativecartel.com and become a VIP member. Now, you ask how to do that. Very easy. All you got to do, conservativecartel.com, put in your email address. We will ve- we, we, we'll let you know. We're going to run this for a week. <coughs> Excuse me. So for next Sunday, or next month, or Saturday, sorry, show, we're going we're gonna to go on to the show and we're going we're gonna to announce who wins the purse. Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. And look, if you win a concealed carry purse for your wife, guess what you get to do? You get to go gun shop. Everybody likes to gun shop. Women love this. Men love it. Go over to the conservative cartel and be a VIP of the cartel. Now, look, on the other side, we're talking about this salacious and unverified FISA application. But there's much more because on top of all that, Chris, Andrew McCabe stepped down. So let's talk about what was in the FISA memo that made Chris Beret knock to get rid of Andrew McCabe. That and much more. 888 900 in the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We'll be right back. 
the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Doing straight news. Saturday morning here on the Conservative Cartel. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I'm the aforementioned next man, Chris X, along with Matt Locke. The one and only. Well, he may not be the only Matt Locke, but he's the only one that I know. We're live here from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Of course, we're going to be taking your phone calls as well. If you want to get geared up for this segment, the Black Rifle Cop, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is up and running. It's fired up on the blaze. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you too were spied on by the U.S. government under a FISA warrant, feel free to give us a call at triple eight nine hundred. 3393 you think you've been spied on little matt yeah i think somewhere <laughs> the cartel is on a list I, I think it's a great list to be on and i'm sure we're getting spied on right now because we do know by the way facebook is went poo poo on us so we are on youtube by the way we're up and running on youtube it's working on our phone for some reason but the facebook goblins are after it but i will tell you one thing chris producer yeah. ron will fix it or find a way to do it yeah, well, if, if anyone can fix it, it's going to be Ron. And yeah, you know, just you know what it could be could be the government stepping in trying to stop us. They don't they don't want to hear what we have to say or the shadow government. If I you wonder will, if they state. got a FISA warrant for Facebook know. for us. I think it's a conspiracy. Hold on, you know what? I think they can stop us, Matt. Wrong. No, the president says no. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. You can't stop us. No chance. Believe me, you can't stop us. You can only hope to contain us. The show just got ten minutes longer. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk here. Let's let's talk about what we were going to talk about that going out of that last segment here, because I know as well as you do that Christopher Ray, FBI Director Christopher Ray, who replaced James Comey. We talked last segment about this salacious and, you know, this 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 whole unverified, you know, dossier in all the while Jim Comey is telling President Trump that he's not under investigation. So what happens this week? Top FBI official Andrew McCabe. Now, we're going to talk about Mr. McCabe because he's got a history. He's been removed from his post as deputy director of the FBI, leaving the bureau after months of conflict of interest complaints from Republicans, including President Trump. Now, a source familiar with Fox News in this article, written by Judson Berger, said that McCabe is taking a terminal leave, effectively taking vacation until he reaches his planned retirement in a matter of weeks. Now, let me, I, I talked about this this week, and I want to get your opinion. The guy is as crooked as crooked gets. We find out that his wife, who was running for a Virginia Senate seat, received almost $700,000 from Terry McAuliffe in the Clinton Global Initiative. Sound familiar? 
You've got Andrew McCabe in the middle of all of this stuff where you've got Peter Stroke, remember him, and Lisa Page, the little, you know, lovers who were texting each other saying they were meeting in Andy's office to keep Donald Trump from being president and they wanted an insurance policy. Well, as soon as FBI Director Christopher Wray saw this memo, guess who got fired or terminally left? Yeah, it, it's usually a bad sign. Now, the rest of us here in the world, we, we don't get this opportunity. You don't get to be basically fired from a job, and then you got to sit there and do nothing till you qualify for uh, retirement and then get to retire. The rest of us, that doesn't work so well. Uh, to touch back on your point, though, uh, getting money and doing this, Clinton Global Initiative. I mean, apparently, Matt, you don't know how the Clinton Global Initiative works. The way it works is, as your Secretary of State under the Barack Obama administration, what you do is you go negotiate a deal with Russian entities, you know, like uh, a Rosatom, you know, uh, Uranium One, that kind of deal. You sell 20% of U.S. uranium to Russia while the former president, Bill Clinton, speaks in Moscow and gets 500 grand for that. And then you take over $140 million and funnel it from Russian entities through the Clinton Global Initiative as your Secretary of State. And there's nothing to see here, folks. Move it along. That's the way they work. Matt, you know what? Hold on just a second. I want to go to the phones. If you want to join us here on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. Looks like we've got Jody out in Utah. Uh, good morning, Jody. Welcome to the conservative cartel. Oh, I am so glad you guys made it through Memogeddon. I was really, really worried that the world was going to come to an end yesterday. Um, but here's what I'm calling about. I am not a lawyer, but I really enjoy playing one on the radio. So I think I'm going to start identifying as one. But with this um, <clears throat> skidgy uh, dossier, here's, here's my question. So we have scooped up Paul Manafort, human sleaze, and Mike Flynn, dicey guy, uh, Papadopoulos, admitted idiot. Um, aren't those prosecutions as a result of the fruit of the poison tree so therefore, wouldn't they be vacated at this point? That's it. See, we're not. I, I, my name's Matt Locke, but I don't play an attorney on the radio kind of stuff. But that's above our pay grade. I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to go get our friend, Mr. Barnes, who's an attorney out in California. And maybe we have this conversation next Saturday because I don't know about you, Chris, but do you are you polished up on your attorney skills? Well, you know, I'm not an attorney, but I do play one as well as a doctor on the radio. And uh, and to to Jody's point, Jody, you're absolutely right. Generally, in a case, like I said, as far as this goes, I'm not so sure. But in a general court of law, if you go through and it's find out that you illegally obtained evidence, what happens to that evidence immediately? Thrown out. It becomes inadmissible, doesn't it? That's right. Well, that's normally. But, Chris, we're not. Look, we're not dealing in regular times anymore. See, that's really the thing. We're not dealing in what you and I think. I think this is the core of it all. I think you just really unearthed this whole deal. We're now living in a world where there are two sets of laws for the highly connected and then you and I. Yeah. It, it, does that not blaringly show itself throughout all of this memo? No, I think it, it does. And it, it, th- that was the, the biggest reason we saw, once again, we, and, and I, Jody, thank you for the call. Great. I love that memo, Geddon. That's pretty good. One of the things I always do on social media is I call it a like avalanche. If you go to uh, like Facebook Live and we do the programs, we get everybody to like it at the same time and all the likes go flying across. So we call it like avalanche or 
as she said, a memo Geddon. The Democrats, as you mentioned earlier, they went apoplectic when they found out this was going to be released. You can't release this. You can't do this. It's the end of the world. People will die. No matter. It's all of these things. And then you had Adam Schiffer brains, is what I call him, <laughs> Adam Schiff. You got this guy, and he goes on. He says, "You just can't do this. You can't do that." And then he says, "Oh, they made changes to it. You made changes to this thing. We can't release it now because you made changes to it." Wait, you said we couldn't release it before the changes. Now they made changes, you can't release it. In other words, whatever it is, you don't want it released because it puts a really bad light on what they did. Here's the the, the elephant in the room, if you will, something we haven't mentioned. All of these Democrats are now, and then once it was released, they all went, see, there's nothing there. That's no big deal. Look, this was all okay. This was fine. Nobody did anything wrong. Not James Comey, not McCabe, not any of these guys. Well, if that's the case, and I'm totally fine with that, if that's where we're going. Now, this is not where they want to go, but this is where I'm going. I'm looking at my clock here, and we got about, what, two, two and a half more years for the current president and administration to do what? Drop a few vice warrants on the next person running against them. They can spy on them. They can do all of these things. All you got to do is have an opposition paid for, dossier on that person, whatever candidate it is. Boy, that's going to work out real well for our republic, isn't it, Matt? Oh, no. And we're going down a very slippery slope. I mean, you I don't think you could have said that any better. We're at a point now where op research is now the law. It's now the standard bearer to go to the FISA court. And if you don't like someone, what what we've literally done. And, and I think people miss the fact that right before Barack Obama left office, he allowed all of these intelligence agencies to start sharing information. And that was huge because that never happened before. So now you've got this information coming from everywhere, which is confusing. They didn't tell the FISA court where they were getting the information. They got the warrant. And then why do you think Donald Trump moved out of Trump Tower and out to Bedminster, New Jersey at his golf course? Because he was getting wiretapped. Yep. See, it's all starting to come together now. The picture's coming together. The whole story's coming together. And in the end, I mean, to completely wrap this up, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch, Jim Comey, all conspired to produce a coup against a current sitting president. You ought to be terrified of that. They're all fake news, Matt. Fake news. Look, we're not done. First hour just got done, got started. Hang around. The conservative cartel is going to bring you much, much more. Two hours to go. 888-900-3393. Let's hear from you. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. You have reached hour number two. I am Chris X. 
along with Matt Locke. Live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios, we come bearing a gift beyond price that is almost free, ladies and gentlemen. We bring you the spirit of talk radio. That's, of course, me, Chris Axe, and then we have Matt Locke, the locker of mats, the breaker of chains, if you will. He's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Matt Locke. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this hour of the conservative cartel is brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. Be a part of the unarmed forces and help manufacture peace through trade. Visit CombatFlipFlops.com and use code CARTEL20 for 20% off your first order. CombatFlipFlops.com, bad for running, worse for fighting. Ron's just talking about Combat Flip Flops. So he's doing. All right, so you know what? So we're going to get to the, this. we got a lot to cover here in this second hour. As always, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888 900 that is 888-900-3393. We were talking about the State of the Union here in hour number one. Of course, we're we're right up in Memo Geddon, Memo Gate, you name it. We we're talking about this. We had a great call from Jody and Eric in the first hour. If you want to get in line, you want to give us your comments. What do you think about Memo Geddon? 888 Matt, you kind of are the Khaleesi of talk radio. Just want to let you know that. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. I love. You know what? I'm a big Game of Thrones guy. I love okay. that. I mean, hey. If I got to be a hot character, I might as well be her, right? Come on. That's, that's, that's all you got to it. But, Chris. You're a, you're a dude. So I think instead of Khaleesi, we'll just call you the Kal El of talking. Yeah, it is. Can I have my curved sword, too? Can I have that big curved sword and ride around on horses or, you know, something like that? I mean, I've heard you have a curved sword. Well, that's what I hear, too. I don't want to give that away too much. But, Chris, <laughs> we're, let, let's. I don't. We don't normally do this, but this FISA gate. This memo gate, this FISA memo is so huge. And there was one thing we didn't get to in that first hour that I want to spend this first couple segments on before we roll on to something else. Matt, correction. It's huge. Okay. It's like, a huge thing. It's way past huge. And I Believe love the me. fact. I wish I could huge. do Donald Trump because that's fantastic, <laughs> by the way, my friend. But I, I, I want to take you back to an article that I pulled back on the 19th of January. So this is a couple weeks ago now, before all of this Armageddon and Memo Gate and all of this stuff was going off, because at the time, Aaron Klein with Breitbart News, who does his own program, said that Glenn Simpson, now we remember Glenn Simpson as the co-founder of the opposition research firm Fusion GPS. We didn't really talk about them a lot in that first hour. I mean, they're, they're, the, the, they're the arm here that got after this opposition research that got paid by Perkins Coy or Cole or whatever the name of that stupid attorney firm is. Believe but me, Co. Mr. Simpson went up to the House and testified, and in his testimony, he said that it made sense to him that the FBI paid for a trip to Rome by former British spy, Christopher Steele, the dossier, who contract who was contracted by Simpson's company to produce this largely discredited dossier. So Simpson stated that as far as he knew, Fusion GPS did not pay for that trip, and the FBI did. What are the ramifications if the FBI paid for that trip for Mr. Steele to go over to Rome? 
the the craziest thing about all of this, and I know we we touched on this a little bit, is you start going back and then you look at the people that were working for the FBI under Bob Mueller. You look at Bruce Orr and his wife, Nellie, who worked for Fusion GPS. They're actively campaigning against a sitting president. They're investigating him. They have both made it very clear they don't they don't like the president. They don't want him to be president. Now they're in charge or running up an investigation. You've got uh, Peter Strzok and then you've got Lisa Page who are having an affair. They're text messaging back and forth that they too hate the president. They need to do whatever they can first to get Hillary elected and then how do we stop this? And now this guy's the number two guy going after investigating the president. Oh, but we're not done. And then you go and now we've learned because all you got to do if you're really unclear where James Comey stands on any particular issue, go read his tweets from the last couple of days, okay? you got that. you got Rod Rosenstein. You've got Bob Mueller. All of these people are basically former Clintonistas. That's all they are. James Comey, my nickname for him is James Clinton Comey because he's been tied up with the Clintons for years. You've got all of these people, and now with this dossier coming out, and they tried to use it to stop the president from getting elected first. Now they're using it to try to, or then to get this FISA warrant to go tap the president, tap while he was a candidate, tap this Carter Page and whichever senator, Rand Paul or whomever. And then they, not only that, you got Ambassador Rice who became. After lying about Benghazi, she simply got promoted to be national security advisor. So then she's on there unmasking these people. It stinks to high heaven. It goes on and on and on. We could keep going. Andrew McCabe. We could just keep going on and on and on and on. And the reality is these are all the same people who somehow remember Mr. Strzok was the one who said, you know what, what, what Hillary Clinton did, it was, it was reckless. It was extremely careless. What, what was the other term that, uh, that he had uh, Comey change to make sure that they acquitted her before they investigated her? Uh, you know, I can't remember. I know what you're talking about because all of these uh, words, here's the deal with the left. They like to change meanings. They like to change yes, definitions. They, they like to change things up so it seems just a little less harsh. It wasn't extremely careless. She was, or it wasn't extremely negligent. She was careless. Now, negligent carries a lot harsher meaning yeah. than careless. If you're just careless, oh, I tripped. I tripped on the crack on the sidewalk. You know, if you're negligent, you put a hole in the sidewalk with a jackhammer and somebody fell in it kind of things. I mean, you words have meanings. Now, Chris, here's the thing I want to ask you because there's one more aspect of this I think we get to. Wait, 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 the- Matt. Matt, sorry to interrupt you, but oh. I, I realized through my tirade I didn't really answer your question. Oh. You, you mentioned about the FBI. What about them if they potentially pay for this? Are you talking about the same FBI that somehow lost thousands of text messages between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page who were having an affair, anti-Trump, going against the president, trying to bring him down, and then somehow mysteriously found them within a week after the literal outrage of the entire country? That FBI? Yeah, the, the bleach bit must not have taken. I, guess, yeah, I mean, not. you know, they're trying to follow Hillary Clinton's lead. I don't know if they put the bleach in for enough time on the spin cycle to get it to get that completely clean with a cloth. You know, I mean, yeah. the ball peen hammers must have came up missing. We've got all this information. But, you know, the thing with me that I find completely offensive out of all of this is you've got the FBI and the DOJ and the former sitting president of the United States, who is now, by the way, he has started OFA. He has started his own group of freedom fighters 
to continue this coup against the sitting president. I mean, you you can't make this stuff up. We talk about the Logan Act. We talk about, you know, these representatives, these these former presidents, these people in high power using their position to to come in and shadow govern in behind Donald Trump and you got John Kerry out there last week, you know, telling the Palestinians, "Hey, we'll work with you. Just give us some time. We'll take care of this stuff." I mean, we have a for lack of a better term, we've got a shadow government running a corrupt FBI, DOJ, CIA, the IRS. I mean, you start looking at these alphabet agencies, how deep does this go? The names that we're going to throw out, because we've got about a minute left here, so here's what I want to throw out for the next segment. We've got the Mueller investigation is still going on. I want to get into that, Chris. I want to get your opinion on where that should go, what should happen, and what we're looking at because of the facts we have. We've got Rod Rosenstein, who we know was one of the individuals who signed off on the FISA application. And on top of all of that, you've got Bruce Orr and his wife and the Clintons And you talked about Susan Rice unmasking. They were unmasking our government before Donald Trump came into office was unmasking a person a day. Yeah. A day. By the way, I want to let people know, for those unfamiliar with the Logan Act, that was the act they passed when we were dealing with the the mutants and Wolverine, and they had to pass the Logan Act to make sure that Wolverine didn't continue doing things. And as we wrap up this segment, there's a couple of things I want to say. Trump said, and I I talked about this on Doc Thompson's show yesterday morning, Trump said, believe me, you're going to be tired of all the winning and he, the Democrats are really tired of all the winning. And to dear Nancy Pelosi, I just want to say this, we had to release the memo to know what was in it, Matt. Well, she called Trump Bush again. Did you see that? (laughs) Who's got dementia? Who's got their mental faculties running out on them? Who's that again? Well, her dentures about were falling out of her mouth on the State of the Union. So the lady's got some problems. I mean, she was looking for the wet bar. She wanted halftime. Maybe she thought it was the Super Bowl and just got confused. You know, I don't know. But look, on on the other side, we're going to get into Mueller. We're going to get into the Russian investigation. We're going to talk about all these names. Don't go anywhere. 888-900-3393. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. So in all of this fantastic commentary that myself and Chris X have been bringing you this morning on the Blaze Radio Network, we really haven't gotten into what is the end game for the Democratic Party. I mean, we know now we, we, the light of the light of day has now shown. I mean, you got everybody running around Washington. Oh, sunshine is the best disinfectant. Blah blah blah. You know, and there it's business as usual and all that stuff. But in all of this, we're watching. And as Rush Limbaugh, the great Rush, Rush Limbaugh, always says, just look at what the left is fighting the most 
four. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. Along, alongside of Chris X, I'm Matt Locke, your voice of liberty. The X-Man there in Houston. Fantastic. We're rocking and rolling on a Saturday morning live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here. If you'd like to be part of the program, we would love to hear from you. Want to hear your opinion. I mean, we want to hear your opinion. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888 is how you reach out to us. But Chris X, you know, Rod Rosenstein, Robert Mueller, we had an investigation started on a false narrative of Russian collusion. Here we are over a year later. Is there an end to this Russian collusion investigation by Mueller? First off. No, there there won't be an end, and I'll tell you why. I've been looking at Twitter and Facebook and looking at those on the left. They they looked at the, the, the memo that was released regarding the dossier. They all believe the dossier is real, despite the fact that we now know it is completely salacious, unverified. There's racist. no truth to it. Racist. It, it's racist. You misogynist, homophobic, racist, exactly. every other word I can think of. Exactly. That's the point. So there's that. The facts don't matter to these people to come to their conclusions. They don't care. And they've gone, they're going through just like J- James Comey's tweets. And if you want, Matt, pull him up when you get a chance and read his tweets, what he said. He was like, that's it? After going on and saying the, these people are, are doing terrible things. And if you, if you release this memo, this is bad. It's just you're doing terrible things to our country. You're doing it. And then after it was released, he was like, that's it? Wait, wait you 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 were the head of the FBI. You didn't know what, what was in that memo. And then, of course, it, of course his, his partisan politics are on full display. They all said he was an altar boy. They all said he was. A, I knew that guy was a Clinton Easter from way back. The, the point is, the Democrats and those who tend to side with them or the liberals or whatever, whatever they can. Tra- this has been a nonstop barrage of a bunch of monkeys throwing things against a wall trying to make something stick first he's a russian agent i'm sorry first he was a sexist then he's a racist then he's a russian agent then it's he's got to dementia and no faculties now he's about to die because he's fat and he eats mcdonald's which i i have to admit i resemble that statement uh all of these things they're going to continue to go this time next week or the week after or next month it'll be something new or they're just going to go back and rehash go just for fun, if you want to be utterly astonished by the delusions on the left, as they call the Trump derangement syndrome, or I like to refer to it as the Trumpocalypse, go read Rosie O'Donnell's tweets. That She's a perfect insight into their mind. Oh, Facts don't matter. Facts cr- don't matter. Crazy. Absolutely unhinged crazy. And you bring in Hollywood because they've been some of the biggest supporters of all of this garbage because they they want so badly for Donald Trump to be who they think he is. They want so badly to be come out to, to come out and tell you he's no good. Uh he 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 the immigrants clause, uh, he's making all this money. I mean, I go into social media, Chris. I see all this garbage. You got people on the left who are so devoid of the facts that they they're not even on the same planet planet as you and I, and they don't care. But here's my thing. The left now has made their attack very well known. And they're now going and saying, look, well, this is a nothing burger. I read that this morning. There's nothing there. That's what you said about Comey's tweets. Oh, well, that's it. Blah, 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 blah. And now the left is trying to tell you, well, I'll tell you what, it's a constitutional crisis if Donald Trump comes out and fires Rod Rosenstein or Robert Mueller. Newsflash for all of you who don't know civics or haven't had a damn government class in your life. Donald Trump can fire Rod Rosenstein for any reason. What? 
I mean, I know it's hard to believe, Chris, but he's the executive branch. Donald Trump runs the DOJ and the intelligence agencies. He's the head honcho, the big, I can't say that word, but he's the guy. That does all of this, but yet you hear the left, they're working this narrative. Well, it's a constitutional crisis if Robert Mueller loses his job or Trump's in collusion. That's just collusion right there. It just goes to show you that Donald Trump colluded and he's using everything he can to write a memo to make it look like Robert Mueller's investigation shouldn't happen. Matt, 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 you got to calm down. Let me mansplain something to you. All right. Or or I want to be inclusionary let me transplain something to you for those who want to get everybody in okay uh you're talking about the very same people who told us that when he fired james comey that too was an impeachable offense everything he's done within that all the other presidents have done donald trump's not allowed to do any of that and and also i want to let you know he's one chicken wing maybe a thigh maybe a drumstick away from pressing the nuclear the nuclear buttons he's, he's about to start a nuclear war and all the these people, you know what? I'm going to let the president of the United States tell you exactly what we need to know about the left, the Democrat Party, liberals, and, of course, their left arm, which is the media. And okay? I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. It's fake, phony, fake. A few days ago, I called the fake news the enemy of the people, and they are. They are the enemy of the people. Believe me, he's made it clear, and once again, they're tired of all the winning because what's going to happen is it will continue going down that road. He's going to keep winning, not because of anything in particular other than the fact that all of these on the left, they still think he's an idiot. They still think he's a moron. They doesn't. They don't realize, they don't know that he's smarter than them. And, and I hate saying that on the air because I don't want any of them listening and realizing it. They still think he's a moron. So as long as they've got that, he's going to keep on winning. Believe me. Well, he's a stable genius. He's a stable yeah. genius. But Believe you know, it, look, it, you you couldn't have said it better. It is it is almost comical to watch the left backpedal this morning. You and like I, I'll bring right back to the point I was making. You can tell what bothers the Democratic Party by what they fight for. And we can go right back to the State of the Union. We watched as we are a country in ascension. We watched as we've got the lowest unemployment rate among among African Americans in history. The black the black congressional caucus set on their thumbs. Yeah. Looked like they had a it looked like they had a bad dish of sushi the night before. I mean, you got Nancy Pelosi, you know, sitting there chewing on her dentures or whatever she was doing. You've got it as we're watching jobs come back, as we're watching reports come out, as we're watching Donald Trump. I think the crazy thing is the left does not have a clue of the fact that they are being outplayed at every corner. Now, here's we got about three or four minutes here. The ultimate conclusion to this memo, in your opinion, is what? <laughs> I mean, where do you see this going? Because I have a theory. Where do you see this going? Well, honestly, I see this going where everything else goes. It's going to go in a circle. It's going to happen. We found out uh, as of this point, has Hillary Clinton been prosecuted? Susan no. Rice? Anyone in the Obama administration? If anything, someone might get what? Paid retirement. McCabe? Uh, Lois Lerner? 
Uh, is Koskinen still over at the IRS? I don't see anything really happening. The Democrats are going to continue to run in their circles. They're going to go look for something else to try to make it stick. Republicans will continue to do their thing, and it's going to go on and on. And while all of this is happening, you got Donald Trump's going to continue to go onto Twitter, throw out the a-hole bait, if you will. He's going to throw it out. They're going to take the bait, and he will continue to slowly but surely rise in the ratings because the economy is doing better. He's getting stuff done, and they're going to try to ignore all of it. And I'm hoping as things continue to go in that direction, it people realize as they get more money in their paychecks. My last paycheck, man, I had $200 more than I got on the, the previous paycheck. As these tax cuts kick in, as the companies continue to give bonuses, as comp- lefty companies like Apple continues to bring $350 billion back yes. into our country because of the tax cut, and 20,000 jobs, 50,000 jobs, whatever these other companies, as this continues to happen, he's going to continue to climb in the polls, and I'm just hoping we see all of that when it comes to the mid terms and then of course four more years believe me well let let me explain to you my theory and i'll do it in about 60 seconds donald trump is painting the left into a corner look what he did with immigration look what he did with the dreamers look what he did with the government shutdown he painted the left into a corner so what donald trump's doing is taking a spotlight out and he is showing america because we have a very important midterm election coming up in november it's february we're less than nine months out now so as you look at that that's not a long time in the in the whole scheme of things for when it comes to politics people are running and all that stuff so what he's doing is taking a spotlight out nothing has to happen all he has to say is look guys Here's what the left is. Here's what they're doing to you. Here's what my policies are doing currently. You're getting more money in your check. You're getting bonuses. You're getting all of this stuff going on, and you're seeing it, and it's tangible, and they are nothing but talk. And we don't care about Mueller because we know there's no Russian collusion. They haven't found it. So what he's in essence doing is he's putting the left into a very small box, and they're going in there willfully helping him show the world who they are because i agree with you on one thing nobody gets prosecuted no one goes to jail nothing happens other than the fact that donald trump used that issue as a grand argument toward a an election that will show the world here's what's going on and the left's gonna boohoo moan cry and complain because they cannot control the narrative no, and you're right. He's going to continue to do this, just as you pointed out. I think as long as he controls the narrative, and you, you talked about the shutdown, it was Schumer's shutdown. Believe me, Schumer's shutdown. He's able to target these people and isolate them, do the very many of the same tactics that Barack Obama and them were doing. He's able to go through and do those same sort of targeting principles and make it stick. Uh, what, crying Chuck Schumer. You've got, uh, what is it, teary-eyed Chuck Todd. You've got, what is it, I don't know what he's calling Nancy Pelosi. Is it crazy Nancy? Crooked Hillary. The more he continues to do this, the more he targets them. And, and you're absolutely right. Uh, just watching this. The whole ordeal, it he keeps winning. Believe me, he's got it figured out. He knows how to win. All right, let's take a very short break. Um, you are listening to the Conservative Cartel here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Uh, it looks like I think our Facebook feed went down again. We're having all kinds of issues with that. Remember, you guys, you can always listen at theblaze.com. Don't forget that. Of course, Talk America Radio. You can find it there as well. You want to get in line? You want to weigh in on any of the things we're talking about? I encourage you to do so. 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. 888-900-3393. I'm Chris Axel along with Matt Lock. We'll be right back. 
The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards. I like to think I have a bunch of different people as friends with a bunch of different opinions. And I think that that's the problem is that, you know, we recognize on one level that no, it's not good to just surround yourself with people who you agree with. But we're also in that point in time where every time you try to talk to somebody who you don't agree with, rarely does it go well. 40 Acres and a Fool on demand. Download episodes at theblaze.com slash radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X, the aforementioned, along with Matt Locke, the locker of Matt's, here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Hey, we're taking your calls on that Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. You guys want to get in line? I'm surprised we don't have somebody lined up right now. Can't believe more people aren't commenting on Memo Geddon. 888-900-3393 is the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. 888-900-3393. Matt, during the break, I was monitoring some of the social media and looking at some of the comments and stuff. Uh, they seem to be having fun with Memo Geddon or Memo Gate or, or whatever. And as we were going through that last segment, all of it was kind of leading up to something. I, I kind of wanted to hit on this segment. I don't know if you what you've got lined up, but something about Trump's job approval rating. Yeah. After, after he gave that that soaring speech, if you will, the State of the Union last week, all of a sudden, 75% of the people said, you know what, we agree with what he said. And then 80% said, we think the president is trying to, to unite the country and, and work with Democrats. They made it clear they didn't want to have anything to do with him. And slowly but surely, we're seeing the tax cuts kick in. His approval rating is starting to go up. And I think, and this is with 90 Two to ninety-five percent negative barrage coverage from the lamestream media every day. I think it's pretty amazing. Well, I want you to think about something for a second. Could you imagine media coverage like the media gave Barack Obama to Donald Trump? How fantastically far ahead! And I'm not asking. Look, the media was so far the other way when Barack Obama was president. I mean. You can say that the media made the Obama presidency. They they made him. They made him better than he was. And I will tell you, I was watching the State of the Union, and in, in, in producer Ron and I were talking about this. Donald Trump is not that great of a speaker. He just isn't. There are people who are not charming speakers. You know, he's just a no-nonsense, get-the-word-out-there kind of guy. He works deals, he's a salesperson, and he's right to the point. And sometimes you come across as being short, contrite, or not eloquent. As where we had Barack Obama, who wanted to come out there, he wanted to charm you. He wanted to give you that boyish grin. It wanted to sound good as it came out of his mouth. And all of his his Democratites followed right in behind him. But in the end, 
Donald Trump may go down as one of the greatest presidents to ever run the country. And I'm going to tell you, I know, Chris, you're in the same boat I'm in. Donald Trump was not my first choice. He wasn't my second choice. He wasn't my third choice. He wasn't probably my fourth choice. But in the end, I think the country got what the country needed at the right time. Think about a Jeb Bush, you know, little Jebby Bush, little no, no, uh, what what did what did Trump call him? No energy Jeb, low energy Jeb, low energy Jeb. <laughs> Could you imagine a John Kasich with his karate chop hands, oh, or Lord. or Jeb Bush trying to go after this kind of onslaught that we are seeing out of a media that you might call a state-run propaganda right now? Jeb, I like how they the, the the excitement they got on Jeb Bush, and they wonder why he never got any traction. Is they put an exclamation point after Jeb, so it's like Jeb. Well, they had to. They had to jazz it up. That Poor was, guy was like watching paint dry. It was. I know. Before they put that exclamation point, he was so boring. After they did that, he was like a rock star. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't a rock star. He was low energy Jeb, and that's exactly what he was. The amazing thing was watching, and, and like you just said, and I know I was goofing around saying we're in a boat because we're, we're wait, I'm on a boat. We talking about Donald Trump. I'm a, a policy wonk. I've been doing this for many years now, and I was, like I said, I'm a Ted Cruz guy. I liked him. Right. I, lo- I love Rand Paul. Yes. These are, these are good guys focused on constitutional issues. They're all into it. In this election, and now hindsight is 2020, looking back, I was not, I'd never watched Donald Trump's TV shows. I never read his books. I've read you know, parts of his books, but no, I was not a fan of his New York style and his bravado. I don't like him making up the little nicknames and the things that he did. I hated the campaign, all of the stuff he did. But as I look back, you go back and look at the FBI going after him, the Clinton Department of the shadow government. You've got the Obama administration. They're doing FISA warrants. They're going after this guy. You've got Strzok and Page and Orr and Nelly and all of these people going trying to bring this guy down. I look back now and I realize not only was he the only Republican candidate who had any chance whatsoever against a horribly flawed candidate in Hillary Clinton. He was the only one that could win and beat her, and he did. Had I had any idea that Donald Trump was going to drive these these moon bats this crazy on the left, he would have been my first choice all day, every day, and he is my first choice coming here in 2020, hands down, because he makes them, like I said, he's a great poker player. They show their hand every time, and every time they does, he's the gorilla that gets up and slaps the cards and walks all over and poops all over their table. <laughs> and they, oh. they and, and he does that, it, it's, it's all calculated. Yes. He, He's not, it's not an accident. His Twitter, when he does things and says things that look and sound funny in the way he speaks, there's a reason he's doing it. They don't know that yet. They just think he's, a, he's an idiot. Well, I think the biggest misconception of this election, and I've seen this now almost on an everyday basis, it's like the left is working on excuses or things they can use to deflect how well Trump is doing because they need that negative media. I think the most misconceived thing from this last election is that people voted for Donald Trump because they didn't want Hillary Clinton. Yeah, People voted for Donald Trump because they now see what you and I didn't initially see. They, they, they saw that Donald Trump was a strategist. I mean, they see that everything that Donald Trump does has a purpose. Now, unlike you, Chris, I've read a couple of Donald Trump's books. 
The Art of the Deal, I've read that thing three or four times. It is one of the most, if you're a salesperson like I am, it is one of the most fantastic books you'll ever read because it gives you the inside baseball or the mindset to how you can take a group of people or a meeting and turn it to your advantage and use sales tactics to gain upper hand, to gain your upper hand without the other side even knowing it. I mean, that's the art of the deal in a nutshell. Now, I watched The Celebrity Apprentice because I like the little meme that rolls around. They were talking about, remember when Oprah Winfrey, they were all aghast and a flutter that she might run for president because, by God, the Democrats thought that a billionaire businessman couldn't be a good president until it was a black woman billionaire businesswoman on their side, right? You mean hypocrisy on full display? Got yes, it. as the left always does. But the amazing thing is I saw a meme one time where I don't remember who said it. They said Oprah Winfrey gave cars away to people to get to build her her dynasty where Trump actually made people work to get a job. See the yeah. difference? Big difference. It, go ahead. Well, I, I want to touch on this. One of the reasons why we're discussing Trump again, obviously, um, his job approval rating on the economy has is, is, is gone up to 51 percent. This is according to uh, the latest Real Clear Politics poll. Fake news. Uh, uh, well, yeah, exactly. This is fake news. Believe me, fake news. Um, only 43% now are disapproving of his economic stewardship, which I think a lot of this has to do with it being put on full display that finally uh, at the State of the Union and people are starting to get the, the tax cuts and we're seeing people getting bonuses and jobs coming back. Uh, the amazing thing was on, on January 12th, according to the very same poll from Rear Clear Politics, he was upside down. It was 47 to 45%. So in less than two weeks, that's a 10-point turnaround. But was so, he really... I mean, not to interrupt, but was he really? You and I can talk about these polls to the cows come home. Yep. We, we talk about who they poll, how they poll, what questions they ask, that kind of stuff. But do you really believe those numbers, Chris, that he turned that around in that short a period of time? I, I do believe to a certain degree that after that State of the Union, because 45-plus million people watched it, and I believe as the economy does better and as these jobs, because even the lamestream media is being forced to cover Apple and these companies coming back over here, bringing jobs, bringing money back into our economy, all directly because of, one, the tax cuts uh, to the, the people. We get a tax cut. Two is lowering that overall, the, the business tax rate. By doing that, we're seeing direct results from this that are impossible to ignore they hate them so i think absolutely that has a little bit to do are these polls give or take there's always you have your margin of error and there's a good reason for that we saw that all the polls were wrong as hell by cbs and abc and all that stuff going into the election and i think that's that you're right you got to take a poll for what it is but i think absolutely people are starting to approve despite the negative coverage with everything happening well and the astounding thing is here real quick because we're right up against this end of the segment i mean this show is flying by this morning the amazing thing is as you see the polls coming out from the state of the union 72% of independents, 97% of Republicans, and 43% of Democrats all agree with what Donald Trump is doing. And if I had to guess, that number's probably even higher. They're yeah. just keeping that down. And I'm telling you, I'm reading articles, GDP at 5.4% in the first quarter, all kinds of things. It's going to be Trump again, baby. Trump again. Hey, we're going to continue talking about approval. And, my, and a lot of other things. Don't go anywhere. The cartel, Chris X, Matlock. We'll be right back. Go get a soda. It's that time. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. 
conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe, only on the Blaze Radio Network. We are having a good time this morning on the conservative cartel, but do yourself a favor. Become a, a conservative cartel VIP. It's easy. It's free. Theconservativecartel.com. Go over there and put your email address in there. Go like and follow the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. And you, yes, you, could win next Saturday a Moonstruck Leather Concealed Carry Purse. Now, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If you're a woman, of course, it's a great gift to yourself to have a fashionable concealed carry purse on your arm. But if you're a man, get that for your honey. I mean, guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. What would be better than to win a free concealed carry, finely crafted leather handbag? Put your little gun in there. Your wife can put your gun in there. You get to go to the gun store. You get to shop. It's fantastic. Go over and become a cartel VIP. Easy, free. All you need is your email. We'd love to hear from you. Now, Chris, we're talking about great numbers. By the way, Conservative Cartel, we're live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios this morning here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to be part of the program, if you want to be part of this conversation, we'd love to hear from you. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. We've had some great calls, 888-900-3393. We're covering FISA memos. We're covering the brilliance of Donald Trump. But we left last segment, and we're almost done with hour two, which is unbelievable how fast this show flies by on a Saturday morning. You're not going to find any better show on the radio waves than the conservative cartel with Chris X and Matt Locke. The X-Man, by the way. It's fantastic. Believe me. Believe me. He knows it's huge. The show just got 10 minutes longer. That's that's our new that's our new catchphrase. But Chris, Donald Trump vaults to 49% approval rating after the state of the union. You know, before we talked about Donald Trump, I want to go back. You just talked about winning that that purse, that uh Yeah, it's fantastic. Leather. I think it's worth over 200 bucks. Yeah. And but you went on and tried to mansplain to everyone that if a guy wins it, he can't carry around a purse. How come dudes can't carry purses, Matt? What's up with you in you're intolerant? It's new age. It might be new age. We'd have to call it a satchel then. I mean, it, the Merlot would bring out the color in his eyes. Okay. There's, what if it's a transgender wins it? Because we're not, we are not exclusionary. You can win it All if right. you're one of the 57 genders. I don't care. Facebook said they're like 57 genders, right? Well, there's like 82 in New York, I think. I think you're a little on the low side. I mean, you you got snails and butterflies and unicorns you got to throw in there somewhere. I mean, I need need some rainbows and unicorns. I need something. You need to get up to date with this stuff. Hey, we don't care who wins the bag. What we care about is you become a VIP because it's cool. Who doesn't want to be a VIP of the conservative cartel? Not me. I want to be. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, approval ratings. Let's talk <laughs> approval ratings because that's what we do here at the cartel. We talk approval ratings. But the fantastic thing of all of this, Chris, is we know the numbers are low. We know there's a silent majority out there that rose up in the last election and voted Donald Trump in as president. And I'm going to tell you right now, the funny thing is the media wants you to think that we don't like what he's doing. The media wants you to think that we're upset with what's going on. The media wants you to think that, you know, that daggone it. Donald Trump said this and he's not doing it. But yet after the State of the Union, CBS, NBC, all of the propagandist media outlets, even CNN had to admit that 75% of the people in this country like what he's doing. You know, man, it's interesting because you talk about polls and and you're right because these polls sometimes can not always be correct and the media 
But you act like the media may have been wrong on something in the past. Tomorrow night, I think, when Hillary Clinton uh, wins, that Donald Trump will have lost this election from the very first day he announced and took off after Mexicans. Classic (laughs) Trump. Um, I think you have to view last night's debate as Donald Trump's concession speech. He realizes he can't win. He had... No chance, in my view. Wrong. And we and this the numbers are going to bear that out tomorrow. Wrong. Well, I can't find a single Republican who now thinks they're going to win. You can't go into a general election with only 25 percent of the Republican base behind you and expect to win in a general. You just can't. Wrong. That's an awfully difficult lead to make up. It really is at this point, particularly when Trump's negatives remain in the 60s, uh, which is just almost unprecedented. We may lose by historic proportion. Well, that approach. He knows he can't win. Be, so why no, not? No, no. I think Donald Trump has fooled himself into looking at his crowds and the rallies and the size, and he thinks that's America. He had no chance to win Wrong. doing what he was doing and with the Latino community feeling so targeted from the Target. very first day he announced. This guy isn't a Republican. He can't beat Hillary Clinton. Wrong. It's funny because they thought they were so right and they wanted it to be true so hard. So, and yeah, when you start talking about polls and you talk about the mainstream media, I think they made themselves pretty clear on the election. And it's really hard to take anything they say with any sort of validity whatsoever because they haven't even learned from election night. Well, they've completely ruined their validity. They've completely ruined their brand. I mean, we were watching yesterday, producer Ron and I, and I, I love that, Chris. That's so fantastic as you hear Ed Schieffer and all those people over there. Oh, well, all these numbers of people showing up to see Donald Trump. Well, that's not America. That, really? I don't know any Republican. You don't have any Republican friends. There's a reason you don't know them. Wrong. I mean, wrong, wrong. wrong. But it was so, it tickled me. To listen to Nancy Pelosi say, you can take it to the bank. Donald Trump will not be our president. Donald Trump will will not be our president because you have to elect him to know what he's going to do. I mean, when in the history of this country has one party been so wrong Wrong. on so many levels and they act like that never happened like the internet is not forever or we can't go back and pull those clips of donald trump wrong (laughs) he's just he's just (laughs) wrong no it's we the other thing too is we don't know for sure because over time i mean i've worked in the media for a long time now over time We've learned now that the media is wrong a lot, and they make it very clear that they're wrong, and they haven't really learned from their mistakes. And the funny thing is now in a time of the Internet, once it's on the Internet, it's there forever. That's why you don't do like what Ron did and go post all your nude pictures. You just don't do that, okay? Right. So I know Matt tried, but he was he was smart. He wasn't completely nude. <laughs> Nobody you, wanted to see that. Uh, well, I, wait, hold on. There is one person that wants to see you nude. Wrong. Okay, <laughs> so, but the point is we got the ability. Ability to go out and actually check the media now. We can pull all these clips, and I love the fact that there are enough venues out there that we don't have to depend on the lane streams anymore. We don't have to depend on ABC, NBC, CBS, MSLSD, all of these terrible networks. We don't have to pay attention because they all have their agenda. Now we can go to places like TheBlaze.com, the conservative cartel. You can go to uh, any of the MRC TV. You can go to any of these other organizations. You can go to There's a million of them, and they're checking these clowns.
clowns on a regular basis, and people have now learned, you know what, they're not about the truth. They're not even about news anymore. They made it very clear on election night. They were about pushing their agenda, and they did it for a year, and it didn't work. And then so when you start going back, what's Donald Trump's real numbers? We have no idea, but whatever they are, the media is not going to tell us. Well, and we've got an election. I, I, I preface this earlier in the show. We've got an election coming up in November, and in political time, that's nothing. I mean, that election is going to be on top of us here come 18. In, in all of the stories that you've seen, and you and I have both done done shows on this, Nancy Pelosi is going to, excuse me, Nancy Pelosi is going to be Speaker of the House again. Nancy Pelosi is going to, the, the Democrats are going to, it's the narrative. It's, they're setting you up because once again, we go back to, well, all of Donald Trump supporters are angry. All of Donald Trump supporters don't like the fact he does this. All of Donald Trump supporters don't like the fact that he uses Twitter. All of Donald Trump supporters don't like the fact that, and it's amazing to me as, as Ed Schaefer said there, I don't know a Republican. I don't have a friend that says to me, I hate what Donald Trump's doing. Yeah, no, I know. I, I do actually have some liberal friends and it's, they have, it's Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, the interesting thing is, like I said, we have these other avenues and that's one of the reasons why we're here and we do these programs. We want to make sure that the truth does get out there because I don't care about Democrats and I don't care about Republicans and I don't care about Donald Trump and I don't care about Nancy Pelosi. I don't care about any of these clowns. I care about America and the American people. And I know on the other side of the, we're about to roll into hour number three, there's a couple of things that I'm going to cover. And I know Matt's got a lot to say about this. Uh, we're finding out now, uh, I was reading an article about from Interpol saying that 50 Islamic State fighters ha- are returning to Italy and Europe. Now, this is not going to bode well. Remember, those on the left have been telling us we need to move towards their sort of refugees. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about that. Also, we've got the Super Bowl tomorrow. NBC News of all places did an article about how where the Super Bowl is being held this year is the home of dozens of other ISIS terrorist suspects. We're going to hit all of this here in hour number three. Don't go away. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. You're watching on Facebook, YouTube. We'll be right back. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, two hours in the can. Are you ready for another fun-filled hour packed full of the X-Man, Chris X, on the Conservative Cartel alongside of Matt Locke, your voice of liberty. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. And if you would like to be part of the program for the remainder of the final hour, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Producer Ron. Hey, it's Saturday, fellows. This hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by Moonstruck Leather, handcrafted luxury and unique styles for women who want only the very best in everyday carry and exotic custom designs. Moonstruck Leather for the discriminating concealed carrier. To purchase, visit moonstruckleather.com cartel. Moonstruck Leather, artfully concealed. 
Now, in that last hour, Chris X, alongside of myself, Matt Locke, here we were talking about, you know, approval ratings of Trump. We're going to get into some stuff with Islamic State, jihadists, and whatnot. But, Chris, I want to get to one thing first. And I think it's fantastic, and it needs to be mentioned, and it wraps up everything we've been talking about in the first two hours. I've got an article here from Liz Peake from The Hill. And she said, Democrats are in a panic over avalanche of good economic news. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. As we've watched over the last two or three weeks as this tax reform bill has taken hold, as uh, corporations are saving money because the corporate tax rates being lowered, as we're seeing America first come to the forefront, we're seeing... All of these companies starting to give away these bonuses, which the left calls crumbs. Now, you talked about getting an extra couple hundred dollars in your paycheck. My wife, she reached out to me yesterday and said, hey, I love this new tax cut. I got more money in my paycheck. And a lot of people are. But apparently, old Debbie Wasserman Schultz and the left, they've missed the announcement where waste management's paying $2,000 bonuses, where Fiat Chrysler is bringing more trucks to Michigan, where Apple is investing $350 billion, AT&T, Wells Fargo, Fifth Third, Boeing, Walmart, and, heaven forbid, NBC Comcast are giving all of their people Money. I mean, they're getting bonuses. They're getting money put into their 401ks. Yes, the stock market was down yesterday. And did you see the hubbubaloo about everybody? Well, if the stock market's up for Donald Trump, when it goes down, is it his his fault too? You know, I want to go to the phones here. We're going to touch on this a little bit more. You're right. They cannot accept that because if they do, they're admitting failure, that their policies fail and Donald Trump is winning. Um, I want to go to the phones. Uh, The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is still open. If you want to get in, uh, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. If you want to get in and comment on any of this stuff, we're going to get to some of this ISIS stuff here in just a bit. And we're getting a call right now from Minnesota. That's where where they're going to be holding the, um, the Super Bowl tomorrow let's pick up with don who dom who's been patiently holding thanks for hanging on don welcome to the conservative cartel yeah good morning gentlemen nice nice uh, talk i was uh walking the dog slipping and sliding so i got back home and tried to call you here <laughs> so you know the inside. fbi yeah the fbi stands for as far as i understand fidelity bravery integrity instead i think after all this has happened the fbi should be renamed fred and barney's in where innocent citizens get in, you know, innocent citizens get in, but they never get out. We'll always keep the light on for you. Something like that, you know. That's basically what's going on there. I mean, the, the rank and file are, are good, but then they just top echelons of the company. I think, you know, the secretive FISA court judge should pull an Edward Snowden on the country and say, hey, I'm coming out to protect the country and its citizens, issue a public FISA warrant on Comey and Peter Strzok and Hillary, and have a trial in front of the TV cameras. Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, my guess is that Comey may have been angling for a cabinet position in the Hillary administration, something like a truth and integrity czar or something. Well, Dom, you know? Dom I, don't, I yeah. want to jump in here and not interrupt you, but the only yeah, thing no, James right. Comey was angling for was to keep breathing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's his problem because I think I thought, I thought, you know, my first impression of the guy was, you know, he seems like an honest bureaucrat. You know, sounds like he's kind of laid back and pretty even killed. I never could have guessed that he would have pulled this stuff off. 
I still remember Obama telling a reporter many, you know, when he was, I think, 2013, something like that. You know, like um, they, they shouted a question at him at some place, and he's like, "I'm the president. I can do whatever I want." And pretty much to that effect. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, "Wow! I saw that clip, and I said, are you serious?" And you know, the bottom line to me is that it looks like it's a Potomac two-step when you have that kind of power. You have a strong incentive to cash it in unless you are a Martin Luther King or a Mahatma Gandhi. So we don't really have people with conscience running the country a lot of times, at least at the upper echelons. And that's basically my my take on this whole thing. Dom, you are so smart. Dom is a regular caller of the conservative cartel, and he always knocks it out of the park when he calls. Thank you for listening, Dom. Chris. The reason I brought up that good news, I mean, if you look at what's going on, I want to get your opinion on this because we want to get to this ISIS stuff, and I want to get this in here first real quick. You've got the left right now. You know, they're befuddled. They're in a panic. you got all this good information on jobs and whatnot, but the Democratic National Committee is broke. Yeah. They're broke. I mean, I want you to listen to this. In 2017, which we're hearing all this negative news about the Republicans, right? There's no way they can win. It's a it's a midterm election. The party in power always loses seats. And, and when are we going to start saying this isn't a typical presidency in Donald Trump? Typical things are not happening. But in 2017, the Republican National Convention brought in $132.5 million, a record in an off year. The Democratic Party brought in $66 million, so half. But get this, the DNC currently has $6.5 million cash on hand, and it has debts of $6.2 million. Oh, what do they got about three hundred thousand? Quick, quick bank? math there: three or four hundred thousand as to where the RNC sitting on almost thirty-nine million dollars cash. Matt, you remember there's a little story that came out about Hillary Clinton during the primaries when she screwed over Bernie Sanders. One of the deals she made with the DNC in order to to secure that nomination was to pay off the DNC's debt. Okay, so that doesn't surprise me. First of all, second of all, that is really good news for the midterms, and we can only hope that continues uh, because the the Republicans have a fundraiser in chief right now. If they want, remember when when uh, Barack Obama was running around fundraising left and right as president. Well, they've got a guy who can outraise the hell out of that guy in Donald Trump, and they need to use him to get him out because he's a celebrity. Right. Get that guy out and keep raising that money because it's going to take every bit of it to defeat the, the Democrats and the media, the left wing of the Democrat Party, because they're going to do exactly what they did with the last election. Tell us there's no chance, there's no chance, and they're going to have to continue and, and keep going forward like they did with the last election. Well, and that's the benefit. You just hit on it. The left has the media. They've got free advertising. They don't have money in the bank. But I, my, my serious question is, who would you want to run the country? Someone who can't take care of their finances, who is flat broke, or someone who has money on hand, who lives on a budget, who works in the real world like you and I? Well, it depends on your mentality. If you're, you want to be self-sufficient, you want to do do well with your life and do things, well, then, of course, we want a conservative. But if you want to live off the government and you're in debt and you don't care and you think there's an unlimited supply of other people's money that will continue taking care of the problems, hence the left, well, there you have it. And that's why we have this, this huge disconnect in our country right now. Well, I want to read this one paragraph of this article to you by Andrew Kerr that came out of the Hill. It says, the disappointing fundraising report comes just days after an un- 
unexpected announcement that DNC CEO Jess O'Connell was leaving her post after being on the job for less than a year. Yep. And Tom Perez, the other thing is, Chris X, Tom Perez, the chairman of the DNC, there are rumors in Scuttlebug that he's on the way out. So the Democrat Party is in absolute chaos. We know about the memo gate. We know about Comey. We know about their finances. I mean, 2018 midterms have to look good for the right, do they not? Well, historically speaking, uh, they don't. But in this case, it is not a typical presidency. It is not going to be a typical midterm. Everything's different. We have no idea what's going to happen. But when you start looking at that, the signs aren't good. And remember, leading up to all of this, once again, the media, the Democrats, everyone told us the Republican Party is dead. They're in free fall. Look, they've got Donald Trump. He's got no chance at winning. They're done. They may no longer exist as a party. All of these stuff they're saying it really applies to the Democrat Party at this particular moment, doesn't it? It's amazing. I have an ex-wife like that. I won't go too far into it, but uh, it reminds me of the Democratic Party there because everything they say is happening to them, even though they want it to happen to the right. Boy, are Ooh. they wishing. But look, we better I'm, take it, Matt. You better take us out. I don't want you getting in trouble. Start talking about your ex-wives. Yeah. Okay? So on the other side, Chris is going to bring to you this Islamic State jihadis. They've entered Italy among boat immigrants, and we're going to talk about the overrunning and what's happening because we do not want to follow. Their lead, Chris X, Matlock, the conservative cartel. We are rolling on this Saturday morning. Stick around. We're going to be right back. The conservative cartel with Matlock and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X, along with Matt Locke. We're here live in the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Glad to have you guys with us. We're also taking your calls on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393. You want to get in, weigh in on any of the issues we've covered here on the program. We're going to go to the phones here in just a second because I see you guys are one to weigh in still on the on the Trump memo, and we're glad to talk about it. I know you guys have a lot of opinions. We've covered it a lot but the thing is, I don't think we're done covering it, man. I think we're, we'll go to the calls here in just a second, but I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this memo and a whole lot more coming out here in the near future. Yeah, it's just the start. This is going to be a start of something I think we're going to watch as the Democratic Party slowly becomes dismantled by the genius that is Donald Trump. Yeah, he, he really is a whole lot smarter than them, and that's it's killing them. I think it's driving them crazy. Let's go to the phones. Once again, 888-900-3393. That's the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Let's pick up with Christina, who's patiently holding out in California. Hey, thanks uh, for calling, Christina. What's on your mind this morning? Okay, great. Um, well, Devin Nunes is my congressman, and the way I know he's doing a great job is because the left is nutting up about him. And calling him names and a traitor and a Russian bot. And, and my husband got one of those $1,000 bonuses. Actually, it was 914 after taxes. And according to Nancy Pelosi, I should have put that thing through the shredder because it was crumbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and Christine, that's fantastic because we know there are – 
we know you're out there in California. I mean, California is such a beautiful state, and we've watched as the Democratic Party has destroyed it. Absolutely. We have a bat-crazy governor. Our Senator Feinstein is 84, and she is running for re-election. It's going to be a weekend at Bernie's in the Senate pretty soon. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, I tell you, we got some fantastic callers when it comes to the analogies. I love Weekend at Bernie's, by the way. The first one's better than the second. You guys doing a great job. I mean, what a way to wake up on a Saturday morning. I get real live talk radio, and it just gives me the energy for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. That's fa- Chris X, that's fantastic. They get real live people. We're not Russian bots. I speak for yourself. <laughs> exactly. I might be a Russian, but thank you for the call, Christina. Yeah, and, and she she makes some good points. It's funny you talk about Weekend at Bernie's, which you could be talking about Bernie Sanders, the other oh, supposed yeah. leader. And then you got 84-year-old Diane Feinstein, Governor Moonbeam in California. These people are being taxed into oblivion in that state, and I live in Texas. You know what's happening in Texas? More people are moving to our state than anywhere else yep. in the union. Why? Because we have low tax rates, we're business-friendly, and it's run by conservatives, okay? Guess where more people who are moving to Texas than anywhere else are moving from? California. California. But Cal- the, the sad thing is, Chris, I don't know if you've been paying attention. I know we're, we don't normally, I mean, we go down whatever path here because I know we got other stuff to talk about, but we're watching as the governors and the legislatures of California, New York, Illinois, they want to sue Donald Trump over this tax reform. So that $914 bonus that Christine's husband got, they don't want because of the salt, because of the state tax they can now not write off on their taxes because their states are overtaxed they're overtaxed guess what the state of texas does not have state tax exactly guess why people from california are moving to texas yeah, no, and it's they're also the cost of living. It costs a whole lot less to live here. California is a beautiful state. It's a great place as far as scenery wise. But you, like I said, you got Governor Moonbeam in there, and you got them passing laws that if a waiter uh, it offers you a straw, he can get a thousand dollar fine. These people are clowns. Who, Chris? Let me ask you this: Who comes up with that? I mean, I want you to think about this for a second. I forgot all about that. But you've got a state that is welcoming illegal aliens with open arms. I mean, come on in, we'll give you bennies, we'll pay for your attorney, we'll give you housing, food, health care, all of that stuff. But if you're a waiter in California and you give someone a plastic straw without them wanting it, you can get fined and put into jail. Well, and the state has made it very clear they want to side up with illegal immigrants over citizens. We saw that pretty clearly in the Kate Steinle verdict, which is terrible. And then we take it one step further. These sanctuary cities in California is a sanctuary state. Listen, we will not help you enforce federal immigration laws. In fact, we're going to do the exact opposite. They're going to do everything they can to protect illegal immigrants who have been brought in on charges of committing crimes from the feds to keep them from possibly being deported or detained. They're going to do everything they can to not work with ice and you wonder why they're having issues and then all of a sudden well we want but no 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 you need to keep sending us those federal funds how about no no how about no? How about you can't never? you can't violate federal uh, immigration laws on a regular basis, then scoff at the government and then expect them to give you money. I know under Barack Obama and the past administrations, uh, countries like Pakistan and these other countries that hate us, we were giving them millions and millions of dollars despite the fact of their anti-American rhetoric or Iran under the Obama administration for that matter to the tune of billions of dollars. All of this stuff, it, there's a new sheriff in town. Trump's different. He doesn't want to give you, and they want to sue over that. 
at what point do you draw the line? And at what point is you, when the, these in the American Civil Liberties Union get mad when you use the term America too much? Or Janet, USA. I'm, 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 I'm threatened. I'm, I'm triggered because USA, it's divisive. It's just, it's insanity. And it was a great call by Christina. I appreciate the call, but you're right. And when you, you, you start talking about nationalism, I haven't heard this kind of rhetoric since the 1930s and Adolf Hitler. Oh, really? Right. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause this is exactly the same. Oh yeah. Because he loves America and he's bringing business and we're getting uh, tax cuts and he's cutting the corporate business rate and he's doing all of this. We're bringing jobs and money back into our country and because Hitler was a big fan of minorities, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. With uh, African-American unemployment at historic lows since they started measuring it. Hispanic unemployment. You know what? I, I, he, you say a throwback. When did it become unfashionable to, uh, to love your country that you live in, especially when it's the greatest damn country on the planet? Well, Chris, let's talk about what you wanted to talk about, because this is a great segue here, because you're talking about nationalism. And what does the left want? They want the opposite of nationalism. They want globalism. And you sent an article to me last night, headline, Interpol, 50 Islamic State jihadists have entered Italy among boat migrants, maybe on the way to the rest of Europe. So you sent me this article, and I want to get into it quickly because we got about five, six minutes here. But Interpol, which is the investigative intelligence agency over there in you know Scotland and whatnot, has circulated a list of 50 suspected Islamic State militants currently in Italy who the agency believes may attempt to travel to other countries to commit acts of terror. This is what the left wants here. They want us to follow Europe's immigration policy, and that's that, that open borders thing. And we've, we're, we're seeing how well that's working out with Sweden, which is now the rape capital of the world, and it's mostly migrant men, these young migrant men. In fact, gang rapes are up exponentially. And then not only that, these lefties in charge of the media and the government over there, they, they won't report that. You can't say who is actually committing these rapes, and then you can't really talk about it. But they want us to follow their model. They've got at least 57 no-go zones. You know what those are in Sweden? Those are areas is where nobody goes into because they're dominated. They're kind of like the barrios or the hoods here of America, but they're filled with these immigrants from countries like Tunisia, Northern Africa, and the Middle East, and you can't go there. If you're a female and you go there, you might get raped or groped, and when the cops come there, they throw rocks and firebombs at the police. They're, they're asking these people to hand over their grenades. We're talking about Sweden, not Syria. <laughs> right. And so when you go back and look at this, and now you talk about uh, you know 50 of these suspected Islamic State members currently going to in Italy, you look at this clown over in Canada last week who came back and said, we need to welcome in these former ISIS people, people that left Canada to go join ISIS. Now, for those of you who have forgotten, ISIS was the JV team, right? right. They were the JV team who slowly but surely took over vast swaths of Syria and over three-fourths of Iraq, which Barack Obama called him the JV team, says no big deal they're not threat then he had to admit he was wrong and then his wonderful policies didn't do jack squat and then within less than a year donald trump is in his policy along with the iraqi uh republican guard and them it basically ran them out of iraq they're gone stopped them but these clowns that left canada and tunisia and it, these all these places they went over there and were participating in mass executions they were killing people they were cutting heads off on video they were raping women they were torturing them and they were selling them into sex slavery and now they're all slowly but surely the ones that didn't get killed are trying to work their way back into society. 
I'm going to ask you a question, Matt. What odds would you put on that eventually these clowns are going to go back to doing the things they were doing in Iraq? Oh, I would say it's better than 90%. Yeah. And and that's the whole thing we saw from the State of the Union, just to give you a little bit of color on all this, because that was fantastic, by the way. Gitmo's going to stay open. Donald Trump signed that and said, look, you know, if you're you're an enemy combatant, you're not. You don't have rights. You're an enemy combatant, and that's what we're going to do. Now, the second thing that I think means more than anything else, Colonel or General Mattis comes out and says, we need more money for the military because I want it to be even more lethal. I want our military to be even more lethal. Look what Donald Trump has done to ISIS in a year. Yep. Barack, President, former President Barack Obama could have done that. Yeah, and it's funny, it, it, it's, it's telling to you and me and the average citizen that ISIS had all the money they needed while Barack Obama was president. But now that Donald Trump is president, ISIS is out of money. Yeah, well, we know that Donald, oh, I'm sorry, that Barack Obama was funding the rebel groups in Syria, which turned out to be al-Qaeda, al-Nusra, and ISIS. But nonetheless, uh, I want to go back to the article because the officer of the High Commissioner of the United Nations has noted that in 2015, some 5,700, 5,700 Tunisians had traveled to the Islamic state control regions in Syria, Iraq, Libya. Uh, However... That's a lot of people. However, following this, you know, the collapse of the the caliphate, if you will, now Interpol is concerned about these terrorists that are reorientating themselves and their militant efforts towards Europe. Europe, they're absolutely working their way. I know. Uh, well, uh, Europe's on fire. I, I mean, if we look at yeah. Europe, if we look at France, if we look at overseas, we've got acid attacks. We've yeah. got Khan over there in London. Oh, you got to get used to living with terrorism. We got people over here in our country you got to get used to living with terrorism. No, we don't. But when, when we start saying these kind of things, when we start going down this road where the left says you've got to get used to this, it's time to do something else. Yeah. Well, and here's the sad thing, and we'll talk about this in the next segment. Not only are these clowns coming back to Europe, they're wanting to come here. And guess what? The Super Bowl is this weekend. It's in Minnesota. Of all places, as I mentioned earlier, NBC actually covered an article that the Super Bowl city in Minnesota, that's where it was home to dozens of ISIS and other terrorist suspects. When we come back, I think we can get into that. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X, along with Matt Locke, here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. You want to jump in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. The Conservative Cartel, with Matt Locke and Chris X. On the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Man, are you having fun yet? I am having fun, but you know what would be a lot more fun? If you were a conservative cartel VIP, that would be the most fun of all. Head over to the conservativecartel.com. Put your email address in there. And by the way, this week for Valentine's Day only, you can register to win your honey or yourself a concealed carry, finely crafted leather purse Merlot. 
I've got it right here. If you're look, if you're on Facebook sharing, by the way, if you're on the uh, Liberty Eagle or the Conservative Cartel Facebook, you can see this. It's right underneath Chris, but it is a moonstruck, finely crafted leather concealed carry purse, and it could be yours. We're drawing on Saturday. You got to get over to the cartel, theconservativecartel.com. Put in your email address. And if you like the Facebook page, the conservative cartel, that enters you to win this fantastic concealed carry purse. Let's go, guys. Let's go, ladies. Let's get out there. Let's do it. We don't care who wins, but the drawing and the, and the, the deal ends next Saturday. So we're going to announce it then. But back to what we were talking about. Let me get my purse out of the way, by the way. Back to what we were talking about. Chris X, along with Matt Locke, your voice of liberty, here on the Blaze Radio Network. We are the conservative cartel, and we are live this Saturday morning from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Now, if you want to be part of the program, you said, let me get my purse out of the way. Yeah, I had to get my purse out of the way. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Now, Chris, the Super Bowl's coming up. Now, yes. I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. You talk with Teach Flicks on Fridays about movies, and we talk about boycotts, and we get into this stuff. I have not boycotted the NFL. I just don't care. I, I, I move. Let me, let me give you the backstory because you know it, but maybe some of the, the, the listeners who have, come, who, have, who have started listening here don't. I'm originally from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm a Colts fan. I get the Colts every Sunday on the local CBS affiliate, so I liked watching the – Indianapolis Colts games. Now, Andrew Luck's been hurt all this year. I haven't cared. They sucked. So I didn't have anything to watch. And then I moved from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Fort Worth, Texas. So I don't get to see, I don't get to watch my team anymore. So honestly, this entire year, I have literally watched maybe two Cowboys games. And then I watched the Minnesota Saints game of the playoffs. That's it. I've watched three games all year. Now, if you want to boycott the Super Bowl, that's up to you. If you feel that in your heart you can't support a league that kneels for the national anthem i couldn't agree with you more i'm not i'm probably not going to watch the super bowl just because they don't have a dog in it but the crazy thing is well you super can watch bowl, the puppy bowl they have dogs there yeah i love puppies i have three yeah. boxers my wife and i have three boxers i love puppies i'm a big dog guy love love puppies but minneapolis minnesota now we're very familiar with that town chris because it's a hotbed for terror suspects and activity. And that's the city that's hosting this year's Super Bowl. Now, here's the story. Local law enforcement officials say they're ready to protect Sunday's big game. The Minneapolis-St. Paul area has been home to, and this is crazy, the third highest number of terror prosecutions in the U.S. since 9-11. Wait, 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 hold on. The lamestream media didn't tell me this every day. That's crazy. Can you imagine? It's the third lar highest number of terror. Hey, by the way, in the country. The irony of all ironies is this is a story. This isn't from the conservative review. This isn't from Fox News. This story is from that bastion of conservatism known as NBC. What? What? Yeah, yeah. that that's. I'm like, wait. Who missed a memo and allowed this to go out? They're fired. You're fired. You fired. Get out of here. Believe me, you fired. That's right. I don't know. I mean, Chris, you look at this. Sometimes it's it's miraculous. Like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, Aaron Burnett over, over at CNN actually fell into some journalism. They accidentally stumble across it every now and again. Every now and again, it's like they stub their toe on it. 
Yeah, I, I want to go into this article a little bit more. You mentioned uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul has been the home to the third highest number of terror prosecutions in the U.S. since 9-11, uh, behind only the larger metropolitan areas, such as New York and Washington, uh, D.C. Uh, the 12 Twin Cities residents have been charged with providing support to ISIS, and 20 have been arrested for alleged support of the Somali terror group Al-Shabaab in the past nine years alone. Between 2011 and 2014, 13 locals died fighting for al-Shabaab and ISIS. Now, of course, ISIS, this is according to U.S. intelligence officials, by the way, ISIS has continually called for attacks on large-scale events, and the possibility of someone hearing those calls is not lost on the FBI's list. Who's busy trying to get rid of Trump, a guy who wants to prevent terrorist attacks? Well, they've, they've got texting to do. They've got to text each other saying how bad, and then they've got to find a mistress or a lover and make sure that they can meet in Andy McCabe's office to do some life insurance. They're a little busy for the Super Bowl right now. Then they got to find those texts that they've somehow lost. Yeah. Uh, so Joe Rivers is in charge of terrorism investigations over in Minneapolis, and uh, Rivers says the FBI and local law enforcement are more concerned about the potential for lone wolf attacks with, say, a vehicle or a firearm uh, than some sort of big, sophisticated operation. He, he went on to say, I think we're more worried about the fact that an individual is inspired to potentially do something, uh, and that that means that the mechanisms to go ahead and do that either on their own or with very little help. Uh, to prepare and respond uh, for any of these sort of potential incidents. The FBI says they brought in 200 extra agents, um, a part of 1,000 federal agents from multiple agencies, compromising of the largest deployment in Super Bowl history. Minneapolis and other nearby police departments will add nearly 1,000 extra officers for a total uniformed presence of 2,000. Well, Chris, let's put a little context to this. Yeah. Because the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. I mean, it is the number one deal, or used to be, before our overpaid, pompous, arrogant crybabies that play decided they were going to be social justice warriors. The Super Bowl used to be a huge deal. I mean, and it yeah. still is a huge deal. But we do know, by the way, that all these advertisers are getting hosed at $5 billion an ad for Super Bowl oh. when nobody is watching. But think about the devastation. I mean, I want you to think about this on a strategic scale. You, you, you've got, you, 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 you've got a day. You've got a place, you've got a time where you can cause the most destruction in one place. Would it not be the best thing to do to organize and plan some sort of deal on the Super Bowl? Well, fortunately, we have learned from the federal government that nobody is beyond their grasp of tapping. So there's that. And with, with this, happens, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's a prime target. Now, I'll disagree with you a little bit. I, I know this will be a huge watched event. Usually it's the most watched televised event when it goes on. And I'm sure there are, there are millions of people who are going to watch the Super Bowl and love it. I, I'm similar to you, Matt. I've never been a huge football fan. I like it, but I've never been a, a Super Bowl nut or, or football for that matter. I have not watched one game this year. I do. I'm do not plan on watching the Super Bowl. I used to try to watch it for some of the commercials and things like that. But and, and if it was a good game, I would like. I have no desire to watch the Super Bowl. I'm not going to. But that doesn't mean millions of other people aren't. And there are going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. It is a prime target. Yes. And I think the feds realize this yes. and are going to do their best to go in there and try to prevent anything like that from happening. Will we ever hear what could potentially happen or something? We don't. Unless they're successful, we tend not to hear about it. Well, and you're right. It's terrifying because we see 
the gentleman who rented the Home Depot pickup truck and ran it down the bike path in New York City. Yep. We hear about those things. We see those things. We see the guy that's out with the knife in, in Times Square. We, we see that. We see that New York's a hotbed. You would not think that Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, the Twin Cities up there, would be a major hotbed in the middle of the country for terrorism, but here we are. In, in the reason, I mean, look, let's look at Minnesota as a whole. Minnesota has been bright blue. I mean, when Ronald Reagan, the great Gipper, did the landslide election, the only state he didn't win, Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota has been blue, 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 and it's been a hotbed for Somalis, of course. And we've talked about it on the show. Rocky Stucci is from Minneapolis in that area. And we know all about the Somalis. We know about the Somali cop that shot the young lady there. We still have not heard any news on that. But we've got a Super Bowl coming up, and you're absolutely right, Chris. It's going to be well-watched. It's going to be a, a lot of people are going to attend it. It's going to be a prime target for someone who wants to do something awful in this country if they want to commit any kind of terroristic act no it, re it really is uh, the good thing is uh minnesota police commander uh scott gerlicher said yeah there's an operation there's no credible threats at this point but that being said they're monitoring it by the hour uh they're also putting in forth in in, in forth a, a bunch of um uh, different tactics to help secure perimeters around the stadium and that includes positioning like humvee style trucks to prevent these uh these sort of attacks and they're going to be doing a lot of different things because you're right. If there's any place where something like this could happen, this seems to be uh, one, of the, one of the places. All right, we've got one segment remaining here on the Conservative Cartel. I'm Chris X, along with Matt Locke, here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. I, you know what? I don't know if we're going to have the, the Black Rifle Coffee hotline open. If we do, we'll let you know on the other side. Don't go away. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X. Along with Matt Locke, we're here live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Glad to have you guys on board. You've reached the final segment of the Conservative Cartel. Oh, fret not. We'll be back on you know the social media and everywhere else on Monday. We'll be back here again next weekend. That's right. The Conservative Cartel rolls along. Now with Matt and I teamed up, I, I, you guys are going to get sick of us. We're going to be on the radio so much. You're not going to you're not going to know what to do with all of us. No, we're they're going to love us. Yeah. You believe me, you're going to love us. It's gonna, You're going to be tired of all the winning. <laughs> hey, is the Black Rifle Coffee hotline, is it is it closed at this point? No, the Black Rifle Coffee hotline stays open throughout the whole Blaze show. Oh, okay. But you know what? You better hurry up because we don't have a lot of time left. Is that because our executive producer, Ron, the phone line Nazi, then he can't stop it? Is that why? Yeah, he can't stop it. The Blaze overrules Ron on, on Saturday, oh, so it, it, it is what it is. 
I'm just, I wish they'd make him wear pants. Uh, the, <laughs> that Black Rifle Coffee hotline is open at 888-900-3393, 3393 You know, I want to, uh, as we wrap up the, the show, I want to get your take on this uh, a little bit. We were talking in the last segment about the Super Bowl being held in a city where it's home to dozens of these other ISIS terror-related suspects that have been convicted. But not only that, um, I want to get your take on this. And then we I want to wrap up with something else, which we haven't, we talked about California a little earlier in the yes. program. ICE has audited 77 Northern California businesses seeking illegal workers. Before we get into that, give me your final thoughts on, on the Super Bowl this weekend taking place in Minnesota, which has a huge Somali population. And apparently we've learned it is the third largest place where they've gone after these, um, these suspected terrorists. Well, I hope for the benefit of the people in Minneapolis that it goes smoothly. I mean, I really do. I hope there's nothing there that happens. I mean, we live in a very dangerous day and time now. We we, we live where we have to be forever paying attention and vigilant to what's going on around us. I'm sure that, you know, look, we talked about the FBI, the DOJ, and all that stuff at the head. But the people that comprise the FBI are great people. I mean, they do great work, and hopefully they will keep everything running smoothly, protected, and people can enjoy what they want to enjoy. Like I said, I, I, I've not boycotted the NFL. I know people have. That's your personal preference. Um, I don't know if I'll watch the game or not. I don't know. I mean, I don't have any plans at this point, too, but I, I, I really do sincerely hope that everybody stays safe with whatever they're doing. Yeah, well, and, and they're, they're looking like they're putting in steps to make sure the, to ensure everyone is safe. The FBI is not disclosing where they're going to put armed teams situated throughout the facility. There's going to be snipers. There's going to be Humvees set up to try to stop in case anyone gets any ideas. And the reality is, you're right, this is the golden opportunity. Oh, let me rephrase that. This would be the big shining example for some lousy terrorist to try to commit some act. But then again, they've got more people prepared for that now, which really tends to quell those things. And let's hope uh, that is going to be the case and nothing like that happens. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. So let's head you, to California. Yeah. You, you, you want to get in this or you want me to get into this, Matt? Do it. All right. So 77 Northern California businesses were required this week to comply with immigration audits, the nerve of their workforces and what the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, has described as protecting jobs for U.S. citizens and other lawfully employed individuals. That sounds like a whole lot of racism to me, Matt. Oh, dang it. I mean, that I-9 form is so racist. It's those forms. Well, the form is what? White with black print on it. Yes. Racism. Race. Right. I mean, it's so racist. And then they ask you to fill out what your race is and what your gender is. And, and, you know, I know there's some people confused out there. So that might be discriminatory. But I'll tell you, we're an I-9 for those of you who are not HR people or whatnot. It's just a form that puts your identity. It's E-Verify. I mean, we're talking about E-Verify, and you have to prove that you are a legal resident of this country to work in it. I know it's a crazy idea. Matt, what in the world is this country coming to when you have to prove you are who you are? I know. It's crazy. I mean, can you walk into the liquor store and buy booze without your ID? Can you jump on an airplane without your ID? Can you go over to another country without your passport? But, oh, my gosh, we're crazy for asking you if you're an American citizen.
the nerve. All right, so these businesses have received notices of inspection from ICE, uh, Homeland Security Investigations, special agents on Monday through Wednesday. Uh, ICE spokesman James Schwab told uh, Breitbart News the notices gave each business three days from the date uh, being served to comply and produce the I-9 documents. Now, typically, HSI takes the documents, conducts inspection for compliance. While the businesses were not initially identified, they were located within San Francisco. The responsibility no. jurisdiction, including San Francisco, Sacramento, and San Jose, which we know they really want to work with ICE and, and federal officials when it comes to illegals. Schwab said that HSI has increased enforcement activities to enforce the laws that prohibit businesses from hiring illegal workers. ICE Deputy Director Tom Homan has made known plans mm. to increase the level of HSI worksite enforcement actions. Tom Homan is my new man crush. Have you ever watched him? He's the acting director of ICE, and he said, look, California, if you're not going to do your job, ICE will. He's your new man, Chris. Would you let him hold your man purse? Yeah, I'd let him carry it, by the way. Okay. Just saying. Right. He could carry it. I mean, he might, that purse might look good on him, too. I, I may want the purse back. <laughs> you definitely want it back. All right, HSI Worksite Enforcement Strategy is focused on protecting jobs for oddly enough, U.S. citizens who are lawfully employed, eliminating unfair competitive advantages for companies that hire an illegal workforce and strengthening public safety and national security. Uh, Schwab said via uh, an email, these these investigations are going to be ongoing and any resulting criminal charges or penalties will be coordinated with the Department of Justice. Matt, we've got a very different Department of Justice now than we had for the last eight years. Yes, finally we're going to uphold the law. I mean, we're getting to the point where we're weeding out the Obama holdovers. We're getting to the point where, look, you need to be an American citizen. We're going to have I-9s. But I want to read this last paragraph here because HSI conducted 1,360 I-9 audits in 2017. Here's what those audits resulted in. 139 criminal arrests, 172 administrative arrests, according to ICE. Audits also led to judicial forfeiture fines, restitution of $97.6 million levied on businesses, and $7.8 million in civil fines in one business. Asplun Tree Experts Company was hit with the largest ever ICE case civil payment in U.S. history. There are companies out there that don't want to follow the law. And I'll tell you, California, we've been talking about them, and we had Christine on there from, from California earlier. There are still good people out there, but they are a sanctuary state. And at some point, I think that's going to be an issue that comes forward with the DOJ, with Sessions, with Trump, where they're going to have to put their foot down. Yeah. Now, I was reading some of the comments on the Liberty Ego earlier this morning, and we have a few listeners that are from California, or viewers, that go on. And these are great people. California has some great people, but the problem is it is run by Moonbats, people like Governor Moonbeam and some of these other clowns. And the problem is you got these clowns running this, and they're scoffing at federal immigration laws. They're, they're bending over backwards to accommodate illegal immigrants at the expense of American citizens. Yes. It is as backwards as you can possibly get, and then they still want federal funds to, to continue doing it. It's insane. Well, they want the federal government to back them up because they don't want to follow the federal government, and it, they're just, it is the oddest thing I've ever seen. You cannot just drive whatever you want in California. That's a federal law, but yet they want to say, hey, you know, uh, don't worry about coming here illegally. It's not your fault. We'll love you. We'll give you attorneys. We'll take care of you, and, and, and we'll make it so that your life is easier. Who cares about the people who pay the taxes and are getting killed by the policies that old Jerry Moonbeam knucklehead Brown is bringing to the to California? But look, Chris, we've got about ninety seconds. 
That's it. I'm done. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to go take a nap. I know. It's fantastic. You're not used to working on Saturdays. I know. I didn't realize I was going to have to work an extra day now. This I is... know. I mean, did you, we, we didn't put this in your contract, but I have to tell you, fantastic. The cartel is so much better with Chris X on the team. I you mean, just got 10 times better. Please, uh, and, and guys, hang around. We're going to get this thing worn in like an old pair of shoes. We're going to bring to you breaking news Monday through Friday. And by the way, this is what I want to do for this last 90 seconds. We have a new time. So now the cartel used to air from 4 to 6 Eastern Standard Time Monday through Friday. Now it airs 9 to 11 Eastern Standard Time every Monday through Friday morning. So make sure you tune in. And by the way, big, big Big stuff coming to the cartel. Matt, I have to correct you very quickly. It's 9 to 11 Central, 10 to noon. Oh, Eastern yes. Time. Thank you. That's See, right. that's why I got you. See, that's why I'm here. my partner picks me up. That's why he's here. I mean, it's for. 10 to noon Eastern Standard Time. So we come on right before the great Rush Limbaugh. But Monday through Friday, you're going to find us on the Conservative Cartel Facebook, the Political Cowboy, Liberty Eagle, Right Wing News. You're going to get so much cartel, you're going to get tired of winning. You're going to get so tired of winning. Chris, it was a great show, brother. Welcome aboard. I look forward to many, 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 many more shows. Have a great weekend. All of you out there at Cartel Land, theconservativecartel.com. Get over there. Become a VP. Hey, check us out. Monday morning, same bad time, same bad channel, 10 to 12. See ya. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.